This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Ian Bolton. Hello there, nice to see you. Come on, come on in. Hey, daft fuckers, welcome to Monday. Whoa, it's 4 pm and it's time for Ian Bullsworth all over your radio. Thank you. Shower of cunts. Here's what's coming up on the show today at 4 30 pm. We've got Audrey Brisson. Audrey Brisson talking about Amelie, the musical at the other palace in London from 29th of November 2019 to 1st February 2020, you pricks. At 5 o'clock p.m., uh, Mark Simmons is in the studio talking uh, about his show uh, One Liner yes. and his podcast jokes with Mark Simmons. Yeah. Tits. Shit up a fanny at 5 30. Lula Mabratu is in the studio to talk about the new punk musical she's starring in, Parakeet, on at Payne's Plows Roundabout at Summer Hall as part of the Edinburgh Fair. Have you made this up? No. Ian Hi. It's been a sweary show already. I noticed now you're turning the air blue there. Well, I don't think so. I think it's you, isn't it, with your I'm vulgar? I'm all, all sweared out now. Let's get my swears out of the way. Early doors. Done everyone it. knows what they're getting. Yeah. And yep. then all the swears are all done. There's no more swears. Now we can just be pleasant, pleasant company for your Monday Listening four pleasure. o'clock listen that you have. Um, I'm not really in the mood for it. I was in the middle of playing a game. <laughs> <That's> a shot. <laughs> Play my game. Um, I know, I saw, and you're annoyed because you've got one more level I've to go, right? No, I've got life, life left. Got life, got yeah, life. Well, do you want to just get, down do you want to get out of the way and die now? I could. I won't, probably won't die. I'm really good at it. Okay. It's called Tomb Blast. Have you played Tomb no, Blast? No, I haven't. What's Tomb Blast? But you can't join my group, mate, because my group has got a full membership. Thank you. Oh, who's that? Um, my group's Barry called, in it? Uh, called, uh, yes, he is. My group's called Infinite Hermit. It's What's all people name, from that? my Patreon. Oh, okay. And we're all in a team, and we're winning everything on Tomb Blast. It's a game where you do stuff on it. It's good. Um, should, I tell you, should I do shout outs to all my Tomb shout Blast them out. team? Shout them out. Ian B, leader. That's you. That's shout me. out. And I'm top, by the, the way. I am top of it. I'm at level 2906. Yeah, is that good? Very good. And um, basically, I'm, I'm on new levels. They're all right. stupid. Just to clarify, levels. you are shouting yourself out. Giving myself a shout out because okay, I'm the leader. Yeah. Ian B, leader. It's unusual, but. Number two, Billy Grabula. He's on 2488. So, like. 
400 plus, oh, less Billy. than me. Less, less levels than me. Bonzo Conkers, shirt front, Tom, big wongle face. These are the sort of fans I've got. Mm. Siobhan, Westwood, Black Cat's Lady. What, Westwood? Westwood. Tim? Possibly. Black Shout Cat's Lady. Westwood. Blaster 103, Bumface, Neep, Sazzle, Joey, Gemma, so Rinksy, Little Miss Gigi, Minty Allen. He's a, he's a tit on Minty Allen. Is. Yeah, he's a proper fucking idiot. Shout out Minty Allen. Well, they have a little chat bit in it. He's a oh. bellend. Oh. Uh, Bubbles, Chris O, Stee, RJP, Tattoo Barry. Is that Barry? No, I think that's Barry Gwilliam who has the tattoo. Oh, yeah, he got a presume. tattoo of you on his leg. Yeah, yeah. Creed Kafer. Do you know what that yep. is? Uh, Creed Kafer, no. Do you know who Creed Kafer is? No. That's the false name of a ghost that they gave Derek Akora uh, on um, Most, Most Haunted. Haunted to trick him into revealing that he was making it all up. And did he go, oh, I can Because Creed, Creed Kafer is an anagram of Derek Faker. And did he go all Creed Kafer? Yeah, he did it. He did oh, it, yeah. Gosh. Yeah, I'm getting Creed Kafer. Uh, Rob, David, Ola, Baldilocks. Baldy Locks. A lot of these haven't given any helps, and they're meant to. Uh. Ian Baz. A little tribute there, I think, to me and Barry. Oh, that's cute. Reese. I presume that's Reese, the comics man. Reese. Oh, Reese Finley. Yeah. yeah. Casey. Nikki Drinks. Sue. Sue. S- Pollard. No, it's S I O U X. Sue. Alana. Alana. So J U I J R U J. Dave Dodd. Yeah. Kitten. I know him, yeah. If you're complaining, by the way, this is like. I'm just going to come around here for a this, sec. What are you doing? Get off me. Get off me. Get off me. Keep talking. Oh, it's gone back to the top. Keep doing your... Sh- oh, I've got... Oh, Where was I up to? I'll start again. What are you doing? Casey. Did I miss out? No, I did Reese. Casey, Nikki Drinks, Sue. I've done them. Alana, Gia, I've done them. Well, Dave Dodd, I've done as well. Kitten. Yeah. Don't know if it is actually a kitten. If it was, I'd put it in a bag and chuck it against the wall. Whoa, no. Martin no, P, no, you wouldn't. Martin P, D's Nuts. D's Nuts. I don't even know how to say this. Gif... So it's G I F H H F H. G I F. It's probably a Russian bot that. Trixie, Get Felix, up. Finley, Joe, J O H H H, Dawn, Shan, Libby, Matilda, and Sarah. Sarah's on level 24. I don't, Sarah. Bottom of it, 24, and I'm on level 2906. Maybe Sarah's new to the game. Well, to the group. pull a fucking finger out. All right. Did you oh, mention Barry Gwilliam? stuff here. It's just tweeted in. Gwilliam. Oh. What happened? I thought I was going to do something. What? Just ate some cheese. Right. It's having an effect. I had momentum in the show, then. So, what yeah, are you doing? we're doing it. Best show, for, best show intro for ages. I'm crying. What was that Says with Barry Gwillem. Why? Loved just, it, because you went all sweary and stuff. Just did a normal one, mate. Normal just did normal thing. stuff. Normal well, what thing. do you want to talk about? Are you, well, are you, do you play any games on your phone, um, Matt? I do. I what do, do actually. Play? <laughs> Candy Crush, that's what girls play. No, I, I've given up on that. Girls too play that. I play Frozen Mania. What? And Christmas Frozen Swap. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. What happens on them? Well, you just got to put shapes together. Right. But so, sometimes there's chocolate that eats it. Should I tell you what ones I play? Yeah. I play Toon Blast. Yeah. Um, it's breaking the day for me, Toon Blast. So oh, here we go. Who's this from? Barry again. Can you let Ian know I've given him a life on Toon Blast? Because you just mentioned it. It's like very psychic, the shows I keep happening. So he should be back playing again soon. Glad we won again. Unbeatable. Yeah. Winning imagine everything. That's from Barry, Let's it? have a little look. See if my life has no, come through. Barry. It's not from Barry. It's from Nikki. Nikki. It's from Nikki Drinks. It's from Nikki got Drinks. Life. Let me get that life. Right, just get that. Yep, so you got that. Well, not for that. Nikki, did you think this through? He's going to not gonna just... play it now, are you? Uh, like... Well, I am, yeah. Thanks, Nikki. Yeah. Can you possibly any more of this? Just explain what's going six, on. Um, there's a load of barrels, there's a load of greenery. So I've got three yellows and three yellows at the bottom. So get rid of them. Get rid of them. Oh, it's not looking brilliant now, I'll be honest with you. Right. 
Let's have a little look. Oh, that's looking slightly better. There I we go. This is, I don't want to wish you dead, but I hope this life is done to. So just hang on. Don't. You mean we don't? This isn't what we do. We don't interrupt someone when they're concentrating when they're having a bit of time to themselves. Right, but the show is started. Which is what I'm doing at the moment. Uh, can I talk of... about a new game that we kick off next week? Here we go. Hang on. Oh, there weren't many bombs. Yeah, this is. I'll tell you what, mate. This isn't looking good. It's probably a train game, isn't it? It's really not looking good. This. Go on, you tell me about what your games where I just finished. Well, this no, level. because I was going to talk about the show that we because obviously we kick off a new game next week, which I do want people to get involved in. Right. Which we started. We not, oh, even, we did not it even, even listening the, to me, so I can just say it right. Thing that we did. So we sort of found someone who had passed a well-known figure. And then had to guess the age of when they passed. Um, I can spoiler alert: Ian got one right. I got one bang on. Then well, no, well, hang on. no, you're ruining the show next week. Well, I'm not going to say who it is, did I? Just hang on. A but I'm saying if people game. would like to get involved in this game, Ooh. needs a title really as well. There if we you go. want to tweet us there at Fubar Radio, you can email Ian at foodbarradio.com and also just throw some random people at us. I don't guess think I'm going to do it. Well, not I this. I really don't think I'm going to do it. Yeah, so that's that Fubar Radio to tweet the show with. If you could think what of a title, I think it? that's very good, actually, then, come there, creative. There's the last game. Barry, we have to come up with a title. Nikki, come up with a title. Painfully close. It's, a long, it's long, isn't it, this one? Painfully close, didn't well, do it. Well. Sadly didn't do it, but thank you. Thanks, Nikki. Nikki, for that life. Um, I also play, on my phone, I play um, Word Stacks. Great. And I play, uh, there's another Word one. Uh, Wordscapes. Lovely. That well. What's that? I, put, I might like them actually. Kind of brain training oh, sort of games. So I'll just show you. I'll put it up on my phone so you can see what sort of game it is. Okay. It's like oh, basically nice. like anagrams and stuff. Oh, okay. I need to get better at those actually. There was once a, a pub quiz that I did full of anagrams. Never like got that. any of them. You've got to make as many Useless. words as you can out of them. Uh, and fit them in the crosswords. Yells. I've got yells. Yeah, don't worry about that. Oh, okay. So, don't play a game on the radio. <laughs> that would be just really rude, wouldn't it? So they're the games to play. You know, on my train journeys or if I'm just having a minute waiting for a C-3PO leg to dry. Sure. You just have a little time. Doesn't it annoy you with those games when you run out of lives? You've got to wait like two hours. Or they want, the idea is they want you to pay for... To, Don't to do that. Do you know what? I'm on Toon Blast, mm. I believe now I've got Jedi powers on it. I, I think I'm really good at it. Oh, okay. Like, really good at it. Well, not then you weren't, were you? No, not then, no. But I'm also presenting a radio show at the same time. <laughs> oh, I, are you? Well, that's good. Back in the room. I, uh... I'm, I'm decent at it. Yeah. I'm good at it. So I, I rarely wait for lives. I also quite like that when something gives you limited lives because it can't really take over your life then. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true, actually. No one could argue. That's true. From hearing me playing it, enjoying my radio show, that it's took over my life. No one could say that when you started the show straight into it with playing two games. But it's not like sitting at home on a PlayStation for four hours, is it? No. It's sort of like, if if you use up all your lives, you use up all your lives, and that's it. Yeah, but those games, a couple of times I have spent 99p. Because I'm like, no, I'm so close, I've got to do this. I can't stay on this level anymore. I've I've got to level up. Or Tomb Blast, and if you can get anyone from Tomb Blast to talk to us to deny this, I'm more than willing to hear it. Sure. But Tomb Blast, I think, works on a system where it actually recognises when you're stuck, keeps you stuck for a bit, and then if you go away for the game for, for hours, you come back and it just it essentially does it for I you. I think that's true, because the game, I, I didn't play my game one of them last night, I thought, I'm sick of this level, I've been doing yeah. it for weeks. What happens? Two times. Didn't want to do it the first time, second time, let me win. Sinister, isn't it? Mm. When you mm. think about it, they're, like, they're deliberately hanging you there, sort of like, oh, then I'm going to let them nearly do yeah. it. And this yeah. is all programmed into the game yeah it's true and then if you go away it's like oh shit well when they come back let them win yeah gotta keep them hooked keep them hooked I don't think I've ever paid for anything on, on Team Blast maybe did I did once 
so I regretted it. But I was like, I have to get past this level now. It was really driving me crazy. Well, I think, do you know what, now? I think 99p is okay. Yeah. If, you, if you've played a game for free, if you've got it yeah. for free, yeah, yeah. and you've had a good use out of it, and then somewhere down the line you're like, I'm just going to buy some free lives or whatever. Yeah. I don't think there's any harm in that. Okay, that's good. Because you're just paying the people who made it. Otherwise, you've got it. It's like podcasts, isn't it? Yeah. If you've listened to loads of podcasts for nothing, mm. and then one day somebody comes on and goes, can you donate to this or whatever, like I've done it with my stuff. Yeah. Then you, you, what you want to sort of prey on is people thinking, well, I've had loads of stuff for free. Right. So you the least I can do first. is give him 70p a month for his Patreon. It's popular in our Patreon, isn't it? I see a lot of people using it for podcasters. Do they? Mm, yeah. A lot of people. I think it was already popular. I think it was way popular when I started doing it. Oh, OK. It. I just wasn't aware of it I before. don't know if it was in the UK. Um, afternoon, Joe. <laughs> Joe F1 just says afternoon, guys. Afternoon. All right, polite. Af- right, afternoon. <laughs> afternoon back to you, Joe. That's a nice... Th- that's, that's, re- that's, that's nice. I'm gonna fa- yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to favourite that too. I'm going to like... I can't see Do you know what? Follow him. see him. Where him. is he? Where has he gone? Where's Joe? He's not appearing here. Follow him on Freshers. the food bar I'm going to follow him. No, no follow, yeah, follow him. I'm going to follow him. I'm just refreshing, refreshing. Theo's already followed it. Him. Him. It. What's this? Oh, see, they're already getting involved in the game. Excellent. Go on. Excellent one, Mark. Should we do it? You're doing it. You did this in the last it's show. the wrong way around, your, mouth, your mouth is going too fast for your brain. Fallen stars. So calm down. But do we want to start it? This is Mark from Career, isn't it? You should never have brought this up. No, but I needed to because I wanted some interaction on it yeah, for, but for the show after this. You can't this. have interaction for a show that's already been recorded. But I think we could do a warm-up to show how it works. No, but that's just... Ju- again, you do this with guests as well. In the intro, you start reading guest CVs, and they've got fucking nothing to talk about when they get here. That's true, that's true. Well, so let's save hold that. Hold some stuff back. Let's say that. Can, if Theo, if you could copy that for the next show, put Mark, it on the Google Doc. Nat's speaking when she should be typing. Mark, <laughs> um, oh. we've seen your suggestion for the name, Fallen Stars. It won't appear next week because no. the show's already been recorded, but what happened was is that we were trying to guess what age people were when they died, mm-hmm. and I got... Um, I got one right and the other two I was 10 out on there's a spoiler for you for next week's show yeah. and Mark suggested people to guess Jeffrey from Rainbow oh, well done. the historical poker hunters and Karen Carpenter we might as well do that now then no, no we're not doing it because that section starts next, next week next week but we'll put that I'm not confusing to... people like that <laughs> it, like, sure. I, I mainly mean my producer no no I'll remember so, this because it's good it'll be the week after next Mark but thank you for your suggestions thank you very much and, and keep then, them coming and I hope I've given you some ideas for games to play on your phone if you've got time but don't get too excited about them and get addicted to them because that'll just make you unproductive in your life sure not playing that one yet not yet it's too playing early for one. that is this some sort of hip that I don't understand. It's the al- hold on, hold on. It's the album version. Excuse me for a moment. What? what was that? That's from the album. There's a bit of talky bit on the beginning. Why? I don't know. I don't mind it. It stops after that. Does it? Yeah, it does. All right, and carry on then. Yeah. If it starts doing that again, I'm going to stop it. Why? I mean, it doesn't. I'm, I'm listening. Okay. Wait. Yeah, there we go. All right, I'll, yeah. I'll let it play. I'll let it play. Didn't like that one as much as I liked the version I had. I think that's the album version because that's where I downloaded it. I from. used to have it on an album called The Wild One. What's that? It was like a compilation album. Oh. I had a, a good looking man on a motorbike on the front with a lady all draped over him. Chopper. Yeah. <laughs> called The Wild One. Yes. I used to listen to it when I was in a, like a proper rebellious mood. It had a nice Cooper poison on it as well. Oh, one, yeah. I think the singer, as I just said to you, Magli Kid Joe, I think was very, is very Looked attractive. Looked like a little girl. Like Hanson. No. 
That was him when I was. Was the image of Hanson? He did look like could have been Hanson. He looks nice out. As with all long-haired people, they cut their hair eventually. The rock stars, don't they? I won't. The Bon Jovi did. No way will I. No, you're gonna. I want to go bald on the top and just have it really long down the back, like Richard O'Brien in Rocky Horror. <clears throat> it's a look, you know. I'm gonna stick with it. Um, Although my hair's a pain in the arse, you know. Sometimes literally because it goes down my back and gets up my bum hole. Your hair? Yeah, yeah. Do you not get that with long hair? I don't have my hair. On my Sometimes if your hair molts a little bit and it can go down the back of your shirt, it can end up working its way into your arse. <laughs> Are you sure he does have? I've a, had hairs. Are you sure he doesn't have hair, a hairy bum. I've got a little bit of a hairy bum, but I've mm. I've had. But you know when you you like pull them and they like come out of your ass. Like no, really, really I don't long. know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had that loads, and I've mentioned this before. I, I definitely did on something or other, and whoever I was talking to said no, no, no. But then somebody else did say no. That is a thing that does happen. Just works his way up your bum. Do you wear pants? Do I wear yes? Your underwear. Yes. What was it got? What kind of underwear is Shorts. it? Shorts. So it has got elasticated waist. Yep. How's it fall Although through you know an elasticated you know waist? The other, the other day, I don't even know how this happened. Right. I was wearing some shorts the other day, right? And when I got them out, I was like, "What the fuck's happened to them?" And all the like in about three places on the elastic, the shorts had come away from it, so there were holes underneath the elastic. Right. And in the crotch, it was just worn away to nothing. Wait. No, but you know when that can happen like over time, it's like, "Oh, these yeah. got to go." These. It was like it happened overnight. Oh, really? And hmm. I was laying in bed with them on, right? And one of my bollocks fell out of it, it through the hole. And I turned over and it, like, sort of strangled one of my do balls. You, do you uh, sleep with your pants on? Did no, I was just, I was just laid down the other day. Oh, OK. I think I was, read, I think I was reading <laughs> or something like that. Well, I hope you've binned those. You can't repair those pants. But I do. I will often wear my pants. I have been them now. I ripped them off in quite a sexual way. I ripped, right. actually ripped them off my, my um, genital region. Right. Well, Tore well, them well, off. You already had one out anyway, didn't you? Caught, but, it, caught it again when I did that. Um... Uh, I do wear pants when I sleep now. Okay. I, I would have once have been a nudie sleeper, but I find now that there's too much chance of me like like sitting on a bollock. What do you mean? <laughs> if it's all out, is then that... it can just be like a bit uncomfortable if it's all flopped down. Oh, or is, whatever. That, is that a thing for guys that, Must be, to yeah. not wear wear pants in bed to keep it? I like the support around my testicles sure. and penis. Okay. And if I don't have the support on my testicles and penis, if it all feels too loose to me now. Okay, and it has to be pants. You can just I've pop not on. got that thing where you know people say that your bollocks all drop when you get older. I've not got that yet, but apparently that's on the way. Oh, okay. Apparently your balls get lower and lower as you get Do older. They? Yeah. So how how long? I remember Bobcat Goldthwaite doing some stand-up about it when mm. the first time he sat on a bollock. <laughs> That's what he said. Right, okay. And he realised how... And Billy Connolly's done stuff about it as well. Yeah. He said something about being in the bath and they rose to the surface. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've not got that yet. Okay. They're, not, they're not that. They're not hanging down that low yet. Okay. Well, someone that might be having that, because mm. uh, former... What do we call him on the show? No one knew what he did. Drunk Will. Drunk Will. I just had to remind you, uh, like, who he was. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, okay. no, it's not the Will with a big tongue, it's another Will. It's, it's Drunk Will. <laughs> yeah, not Will with a big tongue. Don't <laughs> be stupid. It's his birthday on Thursday. Um, he's been banging on about it for a long time. Obviously, right. going, but I think I've got to get. What do you get? What do you get? Someone like Will for a present? So, what, just a few weeks after you forgot my birthday, you're now asking me how to pre plan someone else's? Well, it's his 21st as well, isn't it? It's, well, it's my one, 21st. It? <laughs> for, again, again, my it was. was my 21st yeah. as well. So, I, I, can I tell you what I got? But yeah. I think I'm, and the reason why I'm going to say it is because I'm. listen to this show, then, Yeah, but I'm going to get him something else because I've changed my mind. Because I, I don't have. I, on Saturday, I was like, I've got, I've got, right. He, he likes shirts. I do want to get him a shirt. <laughs> he likes shirts. But I went to, there's only got charity shops near where I live. So I was like, well, I do nice what? stuff in there, isn't it? So I got him a shirt from there, but now I'm not, I don't think do it's you have a right. postman? 
Yeah, but yeah, so you could order something online and get it delivered I to you. Could, I could, but you got to try. Too much trouble, that isn't it? Yeah, better go things, get, get yourself down scope instead and just get a cheap. Well, one. let me tell you, there's nothing wrong with clothes and well, they do nice stuff. But for, for a present, though, I know, is I there? Well, I'm not doing that now. You're not getting someone a second well, shirt for a present. The, I might give it back to the charity shop. So have you bought it already? I got to pop out. I got to pop out tomorrow. But what can I get him? Well, I get a boy that is 21 going on 40. Eight. He's so, you know, he's, what music we, does he like? He likes K-pop. He likes get an, I mean, indie. Uh, HMV he likes... voucher. Oh, he probably love that. One you can HMV. only get in store. They're all exactly. shutting, aren't they? Oh, they gone. They are. yeah. I don't know what to do. But what I did do last night was send him and Theo, the assistant producer on the show, to go and see Rick Astley. I would argue that's a present enough, isn't it? Not really. No, not not really. if you didn't pay for the tickets. Were they free? The ticket. Yeah, they're free. Um, see, where was this at? Q. Q the music. Q, Q Gardens. Went to school with Rick Astley, mate. Did you? Yes. Same. Why do you doubt everything I say? Well, it was Sal and Jones High School in Newton. I think I, I think I have. I would remember if you went to school with Rick Astley. I went to school with Rick Astley. My granddad was really good, like really good friends with his granddad. <laughs> and his granddad used to run <laughs> Astley's Garden Centre on oh. the High Street in Newton. Willows. Okay, well this is exciting. And my granddad had all Rick Astley's albums because he was really proud of him. So you you've met Rick several times. I've never met him. How come? He left the year I joined. Bloody hell, Rick. But the granddad. <laughs> Bloody hell, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> well, he means so much older, but, but my granddad and his granddad were very good friends. Okay, so your, your granddad would have met Rick then? Mm. That's exciting. I think so. But like, when, when he was a little six... kid. In fact, do you know what? My granddad used to do a thing where he'd shake hands with people and he'd say, You've just shook the hand that shook the hand that wiped Rick Astley's bum, is what he used to say. That's nice. That was his little that's saying cute. that he used to say. That is, he was dead correct, proud of Rick Astley, though. He was really, like, really taken with it, you know, that, that this kid had just got really famous. Because it was a surprise, Rick Astley, when he became famous. Yeah. Because he was a T-boy at um, Stock- Stockhaven Wall, Waterman, wasn't he? Yeah. Which was where? Where was it based? Where's Pete Waterman from? Uh, up north somewhere. Warrington. Warrington. Where am I from? Warrington. I was born in Warrington. Rick Astley went, was in from Newton Willows. I, I went to school in Newton Willows. It's an, this isn't right, a lie. No, no, but I didn't realise that um, Sorgang and Waterman was based in the north because of Kylie and Jason. Yeah, I think and that. it was. Oh. And, and I think um, it's. So there's two things. So I went to Bretton Hall Drama School yep. the year after the League of Gentlemen left. Sure. And I went to Newton Willows High School, which is what is it's now called Hope Academy. Yeah. Um, the year after Rick Astley left. Okay. Well, I'm hearing a lot about Rick Astley. Hot on the coattails of all these big but stars. But I don't really know what happened last night, so I kind of wanted to get a, like a review from Theo about okay. it. So, can Theo, can you come to the studio, please? We've not met Theo yet. Have no, we, we haven't. On, Theo. On but also, remember, we actually we normally do exit interviews rather than intro interviews. But we have this is getting to know. That's Theo. true. Does Theo know as well that this is also the start of a slippery slope? Yeah, like, that in, invariably, when somebody you know from production comes into the studio, yeah, it's the start like, of the, the end. You, you'll end up writing a complaint about me. But you, <laughs> you just hear of your own accord. Yes. This is Theo. Theo. I might end up calling you Theo because I I don't know him, but there's a player called Theo Farge who's French for Saints. It's fine. So when I say Theo now, I make a point of saying Theo. That's all right because Irene that works there is Italian. She calls him Theo. Yeah, she does, yeah. I think I met um, Irene. You did last last time you were in, yeah. She was a nice lady. Lovely. Yeah, Yeah. she's great. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah, I love Irene. You love her? Uh, well, not like that. Is there a thing with you? No, no she's, there she's, isn't. she's got a boyfriend. She's got a man. And you, what, your boy? Do you look at do you look at Irene's man and go? Oh, I wish I've I never met him. Oh, I wish nice. I, oh, I've, I've, met I've him. never met him. Yeah. Could be making it up. No, 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 I've met him. I've met him. <laughs> what if she's making it up to keep Theo away from her? Definitely. <laughs> what if he's just not. told Theo? Oh yeah, I've got a boyfriend. He's a man. Now get away from me. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's that is now I'm thinking about. That's probably what happened. Yeah, maybe that's exactly what happened. Actually, um, were you sent to see Ricasio? Did you want to go and see it? Um, yeah, no, I was up for it. I think Will was a lot more up for it than I was, but I'm I'm really happy I went. Do you know who you look like? 
Who? This is the first time I've looked properly at Theo. Theo. You look like the singer from Ugly, Ugly Kid Joe. I don't know that. Do band. you? Yeah. We just played Nats, the last Nats song. Nat's just oh. said how much she fancies that singer. Well, I said I used to. <laughs> well. No, I didn't say that. I said I still do. He's right. cut his hair, hasn't he? I said. Well, I remember but, having a. Theo's yeah. got a long hair still. Yeah, so, that's yeah. true. I said I used to have a thing for long haired guys. <laughs> yeah. And now, as with all rockers, they cut yeah, their hair. Yeah, but when you look at Theo now, do you not like go, oh, that reminds me of the time when. I never <laughs> thought about that. No, not really. When I used to look at Ugly Kid Jam. Hold on, I've got him here. Let's have a look. Have a bit of a that's him now, really? isn't it? What that's you him. think so? No, that's but look him at him. No shame, that's that is him then. That is him then. It's an image of him. Yeah, no, I do see that to be do fair. You? Yeah, you really look like that's him. Not a, it's not a. Um, that yeah. could be you in that picture. You really look like him. <laughs> we, sh- we could get a That's a compliment, can you, isn't it? Can you sing? Because you'd be perfect. It's a tribute. He's um, got wet air. On the, in the picture we're looking at, he's got wet air. So it looks like he's just come off stage. So could you just pour some water over your head? He's always got slightly wet, slash greasy hair, maybe. I think that's the 90s, though, isn't it? It was the early nineties. How old are you? Sat there? Down there. Uh, I'm 22. So 22 years old. Yeah. Same age as you, Ian. 24, me. Oh yeah, 24, a little bit older. It. Bit oh, respect yeah. for your elders. So Rick Astley, you went to see. Did he, yes. So if you'll forgive me for saying so, you don't look like a traditional Rick Astley fan. No, I'm not. I'm not. Well, obviously, never going to give you up is a is a good tune. Wow. Well, well, it is. It, it's, it always gets it's the not. party going though, doesn't yeah. it? Okay, I don't. I, I would never. I'm never getting invited to parties. I never listen to it on the tube, but yeah, and I went and. It was great. He did some, yeah. He did a lot of covers. I was going to match it. He drummed, but he's got a load. He's got loads of songs. Yeah, well. together forever. He had a few, yeah, that was a really good that's one. I've never played a Rikassi song before. Hold me in your arms. That's my favorite Rikassi song. Yeah, that, right. it, he played that, and, he, and oh, there was this big crowd one. interaction thing where he got like the female backing singers to sing "Hold Me in Your Arms," then all the females well, in the audience. Show me how he did yeah, it. Yeah. So she, he was like. I can't remember her name. I can't. Let's, I think she was called Barbara. She's like, Barbara, come over here. Pull over the back. Bella. And sing I think she was called Bella. Yeah, Bella, Bella. Yeah. And then she was like, Hold. Then she started singing, Hold me in your arms. And then yeah. she was like, Now all the ladies. Right. And then all and the ladies went, did it. And then. Do Rick, it. Do what they did. Um, how's it going? What's the beat of it? There was like, oh. Me in your arms. Yeah, it went like that. And then Rick came out. It was like a panto. Rick. A lot of it was Rick like now. a lot like a panto. No, yeah. not even Rick Hassey. You're mates yeah. now, right? And then Rick just came from the side of the stage and was like, guys, we're not going to let this happen. All the men after me. And then went, hold me. And then all the guys, yeah, just started singing it as well. It's great at interacting with the crowd. Sounds electric. I bet Will was, I bet Drunk Will was going screaming at the time of his life. And he was complaining about the pint. Do you know how how much a pint was in there? Six pounds. Seven pounds. Okay, that takes sense. Where was this at? Uh, cue Cute. the music but you can take yeah. your own in but already told Will yeah I, well Will failed to tell me that um, if but I then, know Will like Abby I know Will he was probably leathered when he got there <laughs> probably, well Abby said that last week when she went to go and see Billy oh. Ocean remember she came and she said yeah. you take yeah, your own no, drink we, we realised that when we were in there but then it was so, so seven pounds email, by the way I sent oh him. okay but it was, it was seven pounds and then you got, if you took back your cup you'd get the next one for six pounds so they gave it you in cups yeah <laughs> what else would they give it to you in Glass, oh, glass yeah. I suppose, yeah. yeah, just like china cups. Plastic glass, tiny yeah. china cup. cup and saucer. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your beer for beer. seven pounds. The highlight was though, uh, before, yeah, can't. This needs to be in the reviews that the second to last song before never going to give you up. Yeah. was a highway to hell cover, which Rick played the drums for. Oh God. It was incredible. Was it was it, actually was it though? No, no, it was. It was <laughs> but it was a marvel to see. Something I'd never see. Thought I'd see in my Do you entire remember life. Remember when Take That went through a period of after Robbie left, they went through a period of playing their own instruments for a bit yeah, on did, certain yeah. songs. And do you remember? I bet it's on YouTube. I'll put money. It's on YouTube somewhere because it's one of the most cringy things you'll ever see in your life. Where they played "Smells Like Teen Spirit" by Nirvana. Oh. I think I do vaguely. <laughs> so I yeah, think yeah, I, yeah, I need but, to watch it. Yeah, Barlow with his shirt off, like Iggy Top. top. 
Mark was playing guitar. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I think Howard was on drums. I was Orange up too. My favourite one, Jason on guitar Orange. As well. Loved, yeah. I, I miss him actually. But it wasn't. I think Mark's my favourite. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> why, is, why is Mark going your favourite? <laughs> so I think he looks. He's, he's it's quite slight, like He's just cute, isn't he? It's he's nice, always well smiling. Nice little boy. Yeah. He's a nice yeah. boy. But I think the rest of them take themselves too Orange. seriously. Jason Orange, though. His surname mm. is Orange. Come on now. Well, you can't do anything about that. No, can it's you? great. That's what I mean. It's a perfect surname, isn't oh, it? I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Lovely. So, was there any support on with Rick Astley last night? Yeah, well, we missed most of it. Um, I arrived 15 minutes after I said I was going to, and we'll arrive 40 minutes early. So, Will, so Will saw support. Will support a bit. I think he, no, we oh, walked no, in he together. Got in, would he? Without no, you? We, no, we walked in together. He saw, we Why? saw a little bit. <laughs> of Billy Actually, he's the grown up. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, it would have been Are the other the way around. Yeah. No, no, because it was Will's name on the guest yeah. list, and so Theo was the plus one. Yeah, so wait for Theo. Okay. There's Billy Lockett, but it wasn't really my th- sort of thing. Who's Billy Lockett? Uh, with former guests on the station that we like very much. Oh, I you going to say on the show. <laughs> Not on the show, no, no. It's nice, I liked Billy. So, how many out of ten for Rick Astley at the Q thing? Um, a solid a solid eight, I'd say. Oh, where good. did he fall down? Where, where did he lose to? Sometimes he would speak too much yeah, and too many new songs, me. but it's one of the ones where he's, obviously he's going to do new songs. His set was too long because by the time it got mm. to Never Gonna Give You Up, I was so ready for it that it just didn't hit all the spots I thought it was going to hit I for think me. He did an hour and 45, judging yeah. by what time he's supposed to come Do you think on, if long, Rick Astley opened a gig with Never Gonna Give You Up, that would be a better way of doing it? Or do you think no. he would mm. lose people by doing that? Lose. I don't know. I don't know because me and Will thought he was going to do that. And we were like, well, that is a ballsy move. Yeah. But then it was quite odd because you'd be there and then people started leaving. Because a lot of them obviously were. Older, they're like say like, I don't know bedtime. What you saying? I, I imagine a lot of them the didn't live. Plus, they got to be in bed for nine. Well, yeah. So I imagine a lot of them didn't live in London. They've probably travelled yeah. to go see it. <clears throat> right. So a lot of the people obviously have booked their trains thinking it'd finish at eleven. So a lot of or like half ten or something. Right. So then people have been walking out and saying goodbye to their friends. And they'll be like, oh no, but you're going to miss it because they haven't played. Never going to give you up yet. So I think maybe actually, if you played it at the start, people would just start filtering off. I think I'd say like I've heard it before. Yeah. Well, I think. I know. Oh, well, that's not, I'll give it another three and then we'll see and then we'll pop. It'll be on YouTube in half an hour. Yeah, true. Yeah. Just watch it then. Yeah. Well, good for Rick. Yeah, good, good for Rick. Good for Rick. Good, good review, Theo. Excellent good review, Theo. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, should we send him to see some more gigs? He could yeah, be I think our so. Roving reporter. Roving reporter. About an 80s artist. He's 90s, isn't he, Rick? 90s artist. No, 80s. No, like the 80s? The 80s. Yeah, 80s. He kept on being like, I want to take you back to 1988. Oh, okay. Yeah, around that sort of time. Sure. That's good. Who would you like to see and who would you really not want to see? Mm, that's a good question, actually. You've got to think about who's asking it as well. I think about it. Think about how you answer it. <laughs> you've, got you, work, you you've got to work out the who trick. Who would you definitely not want to see? I don't know. I don't know if there is anyone. I, I don't think there is. I'm, I'm you enjoy some thrash metal, would you? Ah, oh, yeah. See, maybe not that. Okay, maybe not brilliant. that. Good. No. good, 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 good. But I'm here for I'm here for all sorts of music. You know, I'm I'm an impartial reviewer. Right. Know. I studied nice. journalism at university, so Perfect. I'm here right, for anything. Perfect. Um, what do you want to give it? Like, I don't want to do stars, but what should we do instead? Astley's. No, we can't have Astley's. We can't apply Astley's to every. Why not? Performer. Why can't we? He started it. Because right. Rick Astley would get five Astley's because he's Rick Astley. Mm. Oh, true. Well, yeah, cheat true. the system, wouldn't he? Mm. Call him like Fubs. Fubs is good. Fubs. <laughs> oh, yeah, so maybe Fubs. Um, well, call it Fubs with a Because th- it's Theo's for Fubar. Oh, the Fubs. Oh, what's Ubs? What is that from? Fubar. Fubar. Oh, Fubar, oh, I say. That's oh, really God. good. That's horrible. That's really that good. feels horrible. Stop horrible it. Sort of Stop it. Ugh, corporate shit. Right, oh. okay, well, it can be Fubs. And um, so, Rick Astley, out, uh, out of ten, we'll go. You got eight. I'd like to do it out of seven, really. Okay, out of seven. Mm, 4.5 Fubs. For, for 4.5 Rick? Oh, for Rick okay. Astley. Let's and do here, a leaderboard. 
if we've um, if we've spiked your interest in Rick Astley. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, I do. I genuinely like this song by Rick Astley. Oh, I, I think it's beautiful. It. We got, got good reaction. I think last I've night. cried at this. Oh, cute! When I was like fourteen. He's doing his own backing singing on that song. Right. Quite a lot of it. He did backing singing. I've told you this before. What was Rick Astley famously a backing singer on? Band-Aid. A backing singer. No, he was a backing singer. Uh, and by the way, he was already famous at this point. He was a backing singer on a very famous song. I've told you before for definite. God's sake, I can't remember. Where's he from? Newton and Willows. That's got nothing to do with Jimmy it. Jimmy Nails, Ain't No Doubt. Nope. Uh, BG Staying Alive. Nope. Uh, okay, one more go at it. Not Bush City Limits by Tina Turner. I don't know. Mm. Eminem. It's been dismissive, aren't you, of this? Uh, he was a backing singer on Can You Feel the Love Tonight from The Lion King. Ah, Elton John's Elton John's song. version of it. Who were the other two backing singers? I've definitely told you before. Oh, God, I can't remember. Donna Summer and... No, but you're on the right track. Dr. Dre. Nope. Uh, is it... Oh, on the right track with Donna Summer. Well, not... Well, sort of. Disco. Well, it's Kiki D. Kiki D. Yeah. And so she worked with Elton John anyway. And one other. So Kiki Who D, Rick Astley, and one other George person. George Michael. No, no. Again, you're on the right tracks. Think more pound shop, George Michael. George Michael. Uh, I don't want to say that. Michael Bolton. No, think pound shop, Michael Bolton. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm bringing feelings in it. No, 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 you're on the wrong track now. Who is it? Gary Barlow. Oh, come on. Gary Barlow. Kiki anyway. D and Rick Astley were the backing singers on Can You Feel Well Tonight. It was lovely. That bit, tonight, that bit. Okay. And you can proper hear Barlow dominating it. I will do. If you listen to it. Um, now, we were talking about your, your hair falling into your bum crack earlier. Yes, which Mark happens. Oliver's and goes up, not just falling into your bum crack, it goes up your anus. In yours? It does. I don't think to anyone else's. But do you know what? But it's not unpleasant. Pulling uh, a hair from, from your anus is not an unpleasant feeling. It being in your anus is unpleasant, but the actual pulling out of it, it's like squeezing a spot, and it's the same sort of feeling of right. satisfaction. Mark Oliver Stewart says... a spot on your ear. How satisfying is that to pop a spot on your ear? Probably too much info, but I have twice suffered from Jeep driver's bum, which is hairs falling down your back and being rubbed into the skin, oh, gets horrible. infected and causes perennial abscesses. It's bloody sore. Is that not the lingering hair, essentially? Yeah, I think so. He says if it gets bad enough, they cut it out and don't bother seeing you up. I pres- I sewing, you sewing you up. Really? Can you not just squeeze it if it gets infected? Can you not just pop it uh, all out? So, I don't know. Nikki agrees with you that it's definitely rigged those games. If you leave it's it a, a tune bit, blast. you'll suddenly have no problem finishing a level. Exactly, it seemed impossible. I had that last that's night. What, that, Nikki, that's what I said on the show earlier on. Right. Can you not waste time tweeting us and get on with getting more points for our team? <laughs> Hermit, please. Uh, and Joe. Not, r- that's not a plug. You can't join it. It's a full team. Right. 50 out of 50 in there. It's very Robot popular. Robot Walrus. I'm says, winning everything. When you said afternoon, Joe, I got a bit spooked. I was like, how do they know? No, what? what? When did I say afternoon, Joe? When we had other Joe and he tweeted us afternoon and we said afternoon back oh, and, yeah. we, and we followed him. Because for all Joe's shot. this, this afternoon. Right. Good afternoon to all Joe's. Um, and, and Mark as well. Afternoon, Mark. Yeah, afternoon, Mark. Afternoon, Nikki. Even though Mark started listening late. Did. Um, afternoon, Louis, that's emailed. Louis, Louis what? Louis Crawford. Louis. Louis, Louis. <laughs> no subject on his email, but he says hi. He's, he's got to go. <laughs> hi, Ian and Nat. Really bored <laughs> really at work. Really bad joke. Yeah. 
Same. I don't usually <laughs> I don't usually work on Monday. I miss the first ten minutes of the show. Can you play some Randy Newman to break the monotony? Thanks, Louis. Um yeah, I can play some. Just play some of it now. Just play a tiny bit though. He didn't say all oh, we just yeah, said. Yeah, some, he said some just Randy said some. So I imagine he wants like sort of Ten, ten to five Randy seconds of it. Newman. Just play some yeah, of it. And then we'll go and get uh, our first guest of the day. Uh, what do you fancy? Let's go. I love LA. I'll just play a bit of that for just him. Just a tiny bit. That's what he wants. Ain't New York City. Oh, that's, that's good. Right. That's, that's enough. There we go. We played some for you, Louis. So, uh... Can't argue with that, can you not? No, no. Um, do you know any other Randy Newman songs now? Uh, that one about friend. you got a friend in me. Yep, good one. Yep. Can Short people. One. Short people. Yep. Do you want to play that? Yeah, let's play short people. I like that one. Why? Because you think it's funny because you're a big giant. Well, I'm a reasonable height. Do you know, when Randy, you know when this was released that it caused a real controversy? Like what? Because little people, people thought that he was making I think fun short, of them. Short, short people. Yeah. They thought, okay. they thought he was being serious. You, you that they should all be killed. Why did you complain? I didn't. <laughs> I get the joke. Um, should we get a guest in? Yeah, please. All right. Uh, for Louis, short people by Randy Newman. Newman, short people. We have a discussion about it in the studio. It's been ongoing because um, we're, we're joined now by Audrey. Say it again, Brisson. Bris- Audrey Brisson. 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 Should, I do, should I do that? I think you should. Brisson. Brisson. <laughs> Audrey Brisson. <laughs> so what? My heart stopped when you came in because you're dead little. I am dead little. That song was written for me. Yeah. Well, when you came in, I thought, I hope she don't think it's like a hate crime. Like it's the first time she's heard it. Yeah. Audrey, I've and just, you're coming just, going, right. What the hell is this? Like they've gone. She's dead little. I've gone right. I'll put fucking short people on them. Right, she's <laughs> you know the uh, oh how you how you say? Now I'm, I'm proving that English is not my first language. Uh, people having their little inner tune. You know when they walk okay. in the street and right. saying that. That's, it. That's yeah, my yeah. song. Is it really? Yeah. Um, now, this happened to me recently as well, because I interviewed someone who was French recently. Are you yeah. French? Canadian. That's near enough. Yes. And <laughs> I, <laughs> I couldn't... They were saying that English wasn't their first language, and I couldn't... And so likewise with yourself when you just spoke then, how could it not be your first language? Because I am from the French part of Canada, so I'm from Montreal. Oh, so but, you're, but your English there. is just like... It's better than us. Better than Nats. Uh, hold on. Oh, hold on. Well, I've been to Montreal. It's very nice there. But it there, is. Very they beautiful. do speak English very well, though. I would say they as well. do. They do well, depending on where you go in the yeah, city. Yeah. They 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 will either speak great English or just you know swear at you. Okay. I can't uh, get my head around that English isn't your first language. Just for the little I spoke to you now. I've well, been here for thirteen years. I've been well, to s- drama school where still. they try to kick the accent out of you. Where did you go? Central School of Speech and Drama. Oh, we don't allow that, do we? The Royal Central School. The Royal, School's yeah. the Royal. There you go. That's the one. Oh, yeah, you've got to say Royal Central That's School. Royal Central, yes. We learned that the other week. Did you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't, so didn't that lady the other week? Yeah, she, she went been there. Central School as well. And then remember, she came in with her husband who went to a more less royal one. No, no. I'm thinking of the other lady, the Who's French the lady? lady. Oh, no, I don't think she went there. Okay. I can't remember. Well, there we go. Some idle chit chat. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, so, chat but we're talking about Amelie the Musical <laughs> yes. today. Now, uh, do you know what? Even as I'm thinking about it now, I'm not even sure I've seen Amelie all the way through. Oh, oh get really? out. No, I'm not. I'm really not. And, I, and But what I remember, what I have seen of it, was that I was loving it. Mm. Maybe I started watching it late at night and just didn't see it through and then intended to carry on <laughs> and then didn't. Yeah. It was that good. No, but I remember really liking what's. I've, I've yeah. honestly got, got such a vague memory of it. Mm-hmm. You remember Audrey 
which kind of think I've know she did a lot uh, before that, but that was sort of well she became well known over here. Exactly, I think mm. she, she that that that's where fame started mm-hmm. for her. I believe. Are you playing that role within I the am. show? That's I exciting, am. isn't it? It's, I think it's, I only got the role because we have the same first name, Audrey. Right. <laughs> Is that <laughs> contractual? It would contract. Yes, yeah, yes, could be, couldn't it? <laughs> um, and it's so it's a transfer to the West End. Yes, the other palace. And where's it been? God, so we opened at the Watermill okay. in Newbury, uh, and then we went to Wimbledon, Dublin, yep. Edinburgh, Oxford, High Wycombe, Exeter, Leicester, so Bradford. It's be, so it's been on tour now? It's been on tour, and it, it shall continue being on tour until end of October. That's exciting. Wow. Yeah. And then? And then to the, the other, other palace, palace at the end of November. Where fame will... Could come out. Well, I think people underestimate what a big deal a West End transfer actually is. Like, something has, does have to be good to end up being a residency in the West End. Yeah, I think so. I hope so. No, it definitely does. You can't, <laughs> no, you can't yeah. factor that <laughs> no, in. No, no, yeah. I think it wouldn't transfer. And it's transferring for quite a long time. So it until costs too February, much. February, right? So, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's eight, eight or nine weeks. Mm. So we're quite fortunate. Mm. What happens? I can't remember what happens in Emily. So, it's um, a story of Amelie. I sometimes makes it with blue velvet, I think. Well, I haven't seen it's not velvet. similar to Blue Velvet. They're very different. Betty films. Blue. Betty Blue is the French. Again, not very similar to. Um, All right. Not really. Wait, what's the name of the film with the pig? Babe, babe, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> oh right, no, I never mix it with babe. <laughs> There's the, the, the delicatessen that was around I think the same, the same time, director, isn't it? It's the same director. That's same a, director. It's a yeah, great yeah. film. That's a mental that's film. That's really, really. So it's I remember very that. similar in style with the the name of the director. Yeah, it's yeah. the same director that did yeah. delicatessen. I remember the trailer for the delicatessen, which was a yeah. it was people <laughs> having sex, <laughs> but then everyone was in time yeah, yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. right. Yeah. Was that in the movie itself? Uh, was it, yeah? Yes, yes it, is, it, is, it is, it is. Come on, Amelie then instead. Amelie, 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 Amelie uh, is a young woman who um, struggles to connect with other people, mm-hmm. has a humongous um, imagination, and is uh, very good at meddling in other people's lives. So she's okay. struggling to connect herself with other people, so she will try and make other people connect. Right. In order to avoid having to deal with her own issues. Okay. And, well, life... You know, smacks her in the face and forces her to deal with said issues. Could have been called Natalie, couldn't it? It was, but I made them change the name. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't have, I didn't want to have my real name in it, so I also uh, like to be called Emily quite a lot. Yeah. Fair, so you know. from behind. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what? So, so, what's your? Have you been in this from day one? Have you been part of the thing from yes, day one? Yes. And is this the first creation of this as a live show? No, it started in 2015 okay. uh, in America. Right. Uh, it opened originally. Now, let me get that straight, in Berkeley. Right. And then went to LA and then Broadway. Okay. Uh, so I had three three lives. Did not do well, unfortunately. Did it not? To say. So how's it got a, a new lease of life then? Because normally something dies, it dies. Yeah, well, so um, the creatives, producers and everything very generously um, gave the rights to... Gave the rights? I hope they gave the rights. I hope I'm not lying. To us. Yeah. And um, uh, allowed uh, the creative team here to kind of pl- faff around, play around with it. Okay, so, it so, into so an it's been rejigged. Yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah, okay. And they, uh, they came to see us when we were previewing at Newbury, so they gave their blessings right. and said a few, you know, suggested a few tweaks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, very, very open. And then did you say to them, no, hang on, you fucked this up, we're exactly. doing it right. We'll, let's, let, let us show Don't you us how tweaks. to do your job. We, we'll tell you how to make there this work. Yeah, That's no, but they cried, they were oh. very pleased. Nice, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And were they, so the people from the stage show, the original stage show, were they derivative of the movie? Were they attached in any way to that? No, or it, no, not at all. It's not a rights thing yeah. in the movie, okay. 
think there's some. I hope I'm telling the story correctly. The, um, uh, Jean-Pierre Jeunet, the director, gave the rights and then regretted giving the rights. Okay. And said it was uh, a shame and it was a disgrace to the, to the film. Didn't right. see the show. Um, so yes. So mm. it wasn't. So they didn't see the show, but, but decided that they hated it. Yeah, exactly. Just uh, he's right. French, isn't right he? Reviews, oh, I don't know. I don't know how they work. The French. I've got no clue. I've got no. I've only met one French person. Who was that? That girl the other week. Oh yeah. From from Royal Central School of Speech. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Sure, yes. she was. <laughs> Goodness, one she was. Um, well, that's an interesting thing, then, isn't it? So there's rights. Isn't it weird? The business side of all this is so bizarre. Of of anything like this, it's such a bizarre meddling that goes on from all different people and some you'd expect the director of the movie did he write it as well was it his thing oh. or do we not know or was, is, is it debated but you know it, but, but when people have their own um attachment to something and then it goes on to another life in a different yeah. media yeah then I think rights are a very odd thing how they get because it's like it's that age old argument who who does this belong to does this belong to the creators originally it's the argument you get all the time with things like Rocky Horror and Star Wars and all that sort of stuff where it's like well who does it belong to? does it belong to the audience or does it belong to the creators yeah yeah absolutely ownership I always feel that it belongs to the creator forever I, I really do feel that yeah, even they're, they're when something's released like a book. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I get a bit arsed when people say well no I'm a fan of it so it belongs to me now it's like well it kind of doesn't they're, in, they're no. still in charge of it, but they wouldn't necessarily understand different media. You know, they wouldn't if it was going well. It's now a stage show, and they're like, "Well, I don't agree with this." It's like, "Well, yeah, but it's different to what you created." Absolutely, completely. We can only be inspired by you know the wonderful work of Jean-Pierre Jeunet, and yeah. just say mm. we can't emulate it, we can't recreate it completely on stage. Because um, I mean, I am sorry to say, it is impossible for me to melt into a puddle of water. Did I you? Know, did you I try? Mm. <laughs> I mean, maybe not hard enough. Some of these, some of these stages will have a trap door. You could have done it like you just spat That's and then just fall into it. <laughs> <laughs> you did it quick enough. Yeah. <laughs> if everyone spat on me, then yeah. maybe you. Yeah. All the members of the cast all spit on the floor. <laughs> you have to do it in one motion. You just drop out of the <laughs> trap door. This is why I should be involved in stuff like this. Well, maybe directing it. Do you think? Not to direct it, but Creative. I could be a magic consultant. The, oh, that's the official title. Any a professional spitter. That sounds good. <laughs> I reckon I could do that. So, how involved with the cast? With the creation, then how, was it was it a collaboration, collaborative piece, or was it a? Um, did I the creative team have a, have a strong? We had such a short uh, rehearsal process, and Michael Fentiman had a, a very very clear idea of what he wanted. Why but do I, I also know his name? He did many things. Uh, was he? Yes, he's done a lot of things. He's a director. You probably just know him from that. I'm, again, I'm giggling. I'm, gig- I'm giggling him. You Google that while we can chat. Yeah. I'm sure um, that I know something else he did. He uh, 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 did the important of, no, not the important of being honest. What am I talking about? Yes, the important of being honest in, um, on, on, the, on the strand. Look at how she's typing. Um, what? What's wrong with that? Look how slow you're typing. Well, keep he talking. He went to Bretton Hall. Oh, is that? No, not with you, though. He's much younger, isn't he? Look. Can you get a fault? <laughs> <laughs> he did go to Bretton Hall. Not... How? I think I know him. Oh, okay. I think well, he was nice. at Bretton Hall around the time that I was around. Let's see what he's done. I think oh, we went to the Rose same drama school. Yeah, you did. Bretton Hall is where, um, is where Ian, Ian went to. Yeah. Oh, so, I so, see. so shut up. He looks good. Ask me if he knows oh. me next time you see him. Taming of the show. There you go. Vaudeville, vaudeville Theatre. The mm-hmm. importance of being an honest. Yeah. Okay. Did Babe. You mentioned Babe earlier. Yeah. Also did Babe. Polka Theatre went to Wimbledon. Yep. So he worked there with John Williams, who he used to be in a, a triple act with, with Big Enough. Mm-hmm. I know this dude. Oh. Worked at the RSC, knew, didn't mind a wardrobe with me. 
back in 2012. Now, now you're just reading it off the screen and pretending you've remembered. <laughs> <laughs> just in case he's listening. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <Absolutely. laughs> so he was. So he. So I guess he had a, a clear. He vision had a of what really he clear to do. vision, exactly. And um, uh, he's worked with a few of us already from the cast. Okay. Well. I think he had. Um, he, yeah. He, he just very brilliantly surrounded himself with with uh, strong acting musicians who would be able to just give in give enough. Uh, material suggestions for him to and in terms of the vision. staging of it is it a spectacular staging or a minimalist staging or what is the or is it a secret it's spectacularly minimalistically wonderful that works that works Isn't for me right? yeah i like that yeah. i saw twilight zone recently in the west end oh and it was um again very minimalist what was on stage but they made it feel full it was very good and a lot of it was done with light so it was actually lighting ah. they they lit set which was really impressive. I like when people work within the restraints that they have and then create something. It then provokes them to be more artistically say, creative. Absolutely. Yeah. If, if you, yeah. Imagination. Yeah. Twilight Zone was done in black and white, essentially. It was like watching a black and white play. Oh, I really well done. Black and white. It, it felt it like felt it was. Okay. Like it was, you know, it was lit, but they were in greys and dark greys and black and all that sort of stuff, and the light was all like that. From the original Twilight Zone show yeah. um they yeah really really good and i like that so i like the idea of something having limitations yet that inspires it to be more creatively how long is it on for it's finished it's, it's gone finished now, it's yeah. gone yeah it's, it's like gone as in it's not going to go anywhere else is it not touring no i'm just wondering maybe it, maybe i it think will. they were trying to but i don't, I don't know that right it okay they were going to go to the other palace but we got there first it could well be <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they really wanted scooped. it they really wanted it on 29th of november they've but been like, scooped by Emily. Emily. Can't, can't do it so it's 29th of November uh, this year to 1st Feb next year. How exciting. And have you got a queued up for... Is this going elsewhere or is it just going to wait and see now, see how this goes in the West End? Uh, there are talks of China okay. afterwards and... Um, just for a holiday or just... Just for a holiday, yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. And we're just going to bring our instruments and uh, busk in the street. No, it's, <laughs> is it, so it's a musical, it's a musical isn't it's it? It's an acting musician version of Amelie. So and so you play all your instruments as well on stage or is there a band in there? Um... I play. I I play. I personally play the piano in the show nice. at one point. Uh, every yeah, but everyone plays at least one. Some play three instruments, and okay. it's it's brilliant. You 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 watch the show and you end up forgetting that people are holding instruments. It's, it becomes yeah. part of them. You've got two people standing, walking, dancing, holding their cellos, and How they lovely. become it's, okay. it's glorious. It's, it's really beautiful. Brilliant. Well, it, uh, like I really hope it goes well for you. Oh, thank you. And thank you so much for coming in as well. Oh, I'm sorry you. for the hate crime that happened at the beginning where <laughs> when I played um, <clears throat> short people. I, I, did, I didn't know. At that point, I didn't know. No. That I was little. That I was a short person. If I'd known at that point, I wouldn't necessarily, although, say that. Oh, it was my fault. I, I said play it, didn't I? That's you, true. You, might have, you said name a song that Randy Newman that you liked. Good so I point. Said short people, so I'll take the heat. I didn't even one. choose it. She I chose did, it. I did, yeah. So, I'm that's so sorry, a, look at that. That I'm is so a sorry. hell of a glare you're getting I know, I'm now. really sorry. And you call yourself an Amelie. She doesn't. Thanks so much for coming in. Ah, and, thank and you. And all the best with it. Well, thank it'd you be very much. Fantastic. This isn't about you either. <laughs> 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 I'm not saying you're a loser. <laughs> Short loser. <laughs> Hey, we've just hit the hour mark, which of course is the time of the food bar double play. Yeah. And we've had Loser by Beck, of course, which is always followed by What's Up by Four Non Blondes. Has to be. 
to an Elvis one. Yeah, of course you will. Wait till a chorus comes in, you'll know this. Oh, is it their only famous song? Yeah, I beg your pardon, I'm leaving it back in my trousers, thank you now. <laughs> no for that. That was uh, What's Up by Four Non Blondes, who of course are married to Darlene from Linda Roseanne. Perry is the singer. Married to Darlene. All of them. Sarah Gilbert. All of Four Non Blondes are all married to Darlene from Roseanne. Mm. Who we don't speak about anymore, do we not? Because she has been shamed. What? Oh, Roseanne, I thought you meant Sarah Gilbert. Yeah, Roseanne has, yeah. I think Sarah Gilbert's been shamed as well. well. No, she hasn't. By her association with Four Non Blondes and that awful song. <laughs> No, stop it. That's what I think. We're joined now by Mark Simmons. Hello. Oh, yeah, what do you want to talk about? I'm Come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been a triumphant year. return. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, you were on it, weren't you? Well, I came and visited you. Well, you did yeah, briefly. Yeah, I remember you coming in. Yeah, briefly. He was just looking about, wasn't he? And he just, yeah. just popped in for a chat. I thought it was nice, and I thought I'd come back six months later. That's allowed. Yeah. And you used to do the show as well with Sean. Yeah, Walsh, yeah. What was that one called? Newsish. And filmish. Filmish. Musician and filmish. A year ago. What Check do you think out. they were about? I don't know. Mm. It's what tough about? from the title. Well, what do you think news is? To be honest, it wasn't about? really about either. No, one. actually, it wasn't. It's quite true. It's quite true. <laughs> but I've got, I've got a new podcast. Let's plug that. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, well, why not? See, because what I thought, right, I get tired at this time of day. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. really tired because we, we do a pre recording in the afternoon. Okay. So I've done the show already, oh. and I'm halfway through another show, and at this point I'm fucked. We used to do that too in one. Yeah. It's horrible, isn't it? But like, used to do live show first, then pre-record yeah. in the afternoon. We used to do that. It was then we, we changed it. We used to go and eat a chicken. Get and then tired, didn't you? Where did you we eat a chicken at? In the Just pub next door, and it was get really tired. Chicken makes you tired. You Give you a chicken. Half a chicken. They have half a chicken. Him and Sean. From the pub downstairs. Yeah, it's nice actually. Mice tie, you know, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. And then I wouldn't. You used to get tired. No, tired no, now, no, no, be... no, 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 way more tired. <laughs> I can't see chicken <laughs> making me feel too tired. No, it will. Trust me. Well, you and Sean used to go for a little walk around the block just to re- like revitalise yourself, didn't bit, you? Yeah. Just come back up here and just go. Oh, I'm tired. A walk would tire me out. I'd have to have a, I'd have a rest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just around the block. You're not far. No, thank you. <laughs> All right, okay. I'll have a little sit down for a bit. That's what I do. I go downstairs and I sit down. I have a little vape and stuff. Play on Tomb Blast. Have a little chicken. Now. Then I come back up all refreshed for like an hour and then I flag at this point. Does vape pick you up? Well, no, not really. Do you want to hear my vape joke? Yes, please. Uh, my friend asked me if I wanted a vape. I said, no, Tar. Very good. Thanks, mate. Good, that, isn't it? It's not in the gold. It's clever. It's, it's like Stephen Fry stuff, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like sort of QI sort of feel. People say that, that all the time yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit like, like Stephen oh, Fry. Give it a rest. God, so we're different people. Well, that's it. Well, because you, uh, you hosted on here before. Well, did Sean need that show, though? <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. He did, OK. <laughs> I don't know. I can't do buttons and, and No, talk. you don't have to do buttons, but I thought you can sort of essentially for the next Sean was 20, like 25 minutes. Sean was as you'd call it. And Mark was here in this seat where I'm sat just sort of chipping in, being hilarious. I don't mind you treating this now as you hosting the show for a bit I can't do it Why? I don't think I could do it well, remember well I don't know if you want to say we do we would try and get like Sean would lead the interviews you'd go like I can't I can't but then, yeah. then you did once you did a good job didn't you no. I can't remember who that was with no Sean was late he got the oh, yes. he got the shits he did actually have to, he <laughs> and did, he, had to, yeah. he had to get off the tube and go yeah. into a hotel to the toilet because obviously they're the only decent toilets it's awful the excuses you end up coming up with isn't it <laughs> <laughs> why are you in that hotel oh I had the shits and I had to get off the tube that's what happened well, there he didn't awful. look well when he came in what a life to live what a life honestly, he did but not you have to good. invent the stories like that <laughs> I can tell you but she did not invent it because when he came in here we thought we might as well have a little bathroom break then didn't we yeah. it didn't look well and I had to I had to hold the fort and oh, no it wasn't I had to do it with the producer at the yeah, time yeah. it was the producer it was Lissy wasn't it good. yeah but oh, it was the, I think that was the dynamic do you not have an urge to do that because it's not hard you know what's that I do my own podcast yeah, now, yeah, so there you but go. it's about so something I know about, so it's easier. But with, with, with news and films, I don't know that much, really. So. Yeah, 
But my, my podcast is about jokes, so it's easy. I talk about jokes about that um, don't work. Right. So, so I chat to comics about jokes that they okay, like nice, but nice. can't get to work. And okay. So that I, I like to talk about that. Have you had yeah. any that you... Um, like over the years because there's always uh, like somebody feel like oh why doesn't that work well it wasn't really a, it wasn't well it, it was a joke but it was I had a bit in my farewell show I guess which was Here Comes Trouble about a suicide attempt and I I, I no but it was but I, I, I found that it was like that I wanted to do something in the show to, to broach that yeah. to get this to one it. didn't work no no but it's, <laughs> I thought this was really smart but it, ne- it never hit at all oh, really no because I would, I would set it up that way and say, right, so I'm going to speak about something now. And I warned him at the beginning of the show as well. So it's a bit, it's a bit dark, this show in places, but it's fine. I'm fine with it and, you know, all this. And I say, right, so this is we're getting now to a bit, this sort of dark bit. And I'm, I thought the best way to flag this up is to sort of, I'll, I will get you in with a joke. Yeah, yeah. And I would go, knock, knock. And they go, who's there? And I go, suicide attempt. And they go, suicide attempt. And I go, me. <laughs> and that was, that was my way in. And it would never... Well, it killed it with Mark. It Comics did. Comics did. Comics always but, did. But no, honestly, death th- makes audiences uncomfortable. Like, I've got loads that... I, I Now, in my set, I tell them... Oh, people don't like jokes about death. Explain yeah. it to them and then do the jokes and it's fine. Is it, is it then out. fine? Yeah. Then? So Ab- you hypnotise them essentially. Absolutely fine. Yeah, okay. Because I've got a suicide one. My yeah. mate said he was going to um, do assisted suicide. He goes, Switzerland. I right. said, that's one way. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but if I just come that's out with good. that, that's yeah. good. nothing. They oh. just they hate it. But if oh. I then go into it after saying, look, guys, it's just a joke. Chill out. And then they relax and I, I just do all, all my death jokes. Now, do you think with, with that idea, do, do you think if you... So someone like, say, well, Tim wouldn't. Tim Vine wouldn't do that. But mm. Gary Delaney probably would. Oh, yeah. Or Jimmy probably would. So do you think if you set your stall out that you're doing one-liners, yeah. that you can then get away with whatever you want then? Because then you, you, you're, you're within a framework at that point. Yeah. So I think with Gary, I think Gary can get away with fucking murder on stage he, because he sets it out as that. Yeah, because he does lead, he leads into it. He starts easy and then he tells them, like, we're going to start going a little bit darker, a little bit yeah. darker. And he makes them think that they want it. Well, he puts it on them, doesn't he? Yeah, he says, no, yeah. do you want me to go darker or do you want me to say it? So it's, it's their fault, yeah. yeah. And yeah. they always say, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, and then Jimmy, I think just everyone knows he's like that. Don't they? It's like Teflon, Jimmy Carr. I think. I, I think it's amazing that Jimmy's career has not come crashing around his ankles. Like I, I really, I really <laughs> the, do. The tax thing, or just other stuff. Not just that. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> no, let's, bring that, that. let's bring that in as well. I don't know what else he's done. What else well, has he, he done? Did, he did, well, the thing is with the tax. I always defend Jimmy on this. He did nothing wrong with his tax. He it wasn't didn't. Illegal, or, was no, it? no, not at mm. all. They yeah. had David Cameron in Parliament yeah, saying yeah. this is a disgrace. It's like, yeah, because of your fucking rules, you yeah, idiot. Right. So the moral implication of it is a different thing, but he didn't legally do anything wrong. But mm. that's by the by. But the joke wise, I think um, uh, I remember Jimmy apologising for a joke once, and mm. I remember feeling really angry with him. Yeah, I was like, no. Which joke don't, was that? I, it was, I think it was because um, he's done a lot. That's been somewhere through the Paralympics. I think it mm. was. Uh, and landmines or something that, like that. It was something like yes, that. Yes, I remember. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, so and he apologised for it. There was some sort of apology to it, and, and I felt like he'd. He'd made a, a serious error of judgment in apologising. But if you're on uh, mainstream Channel Four, I imagine, or anywhere, what he but does, that, I imagine no, they would be encouraged. No, that's his shtick. That's what he does. Well, maybe, yeah, what, maybe. What yeah. would have happened if he didn't apologise? Exactly. Show. Could no, no, show, no, though, no, 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 no,
don't know. Depends. Well, really? oh, how long ago was that? Was where was he at the stage he where he is now? Was it on his live show? Because if it's live show, I think it's different. If he did it on TV, maybe mm. then the channel might make him apologise. Well, you get a thing, don't you? A lot of people record live shows. They can bring them out on DVD or what have you, and then so somewhere is. down yeah. the line, a TV yeah, yeah. channel four will show it. Mm. And then, uh, then it has yeah. an, another lease of live and another audience. Uh, who... There's the joke. <coughs> oh, you got it. Go on now, and deliver to... it in your best. Jimmy no, Carr. I'm not just going to get your, say get your it fingers out. Mark, all you together. deliver it in your style. The only thing I do like Jimmy Carr is his laugh. Well, you got, got a similar one, haven't you? Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. buy it. But my laugh or his? His. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. So I don't laugh. buy it. But so I got re- I got a review once saying that I'd stolen Jimmy Carr's laugh. Oh, really? Like I'd watched them and gone, yeah, that's a good bit. I'm loving that. that. We stole yeah. his laugh, steal his joke now. It, well, in that same review, yeah. I got, it said I stole Frankie Ball's nose twitch. One, I didn't know he What's did that? a nose twitch. Two, I didn't know I did a nose twitch. Are they thinking of Bewitched? Yeah, the old, the old program which nose he twitch. Yeah, right. did that. That's not very good audio. Can you <laughs> get Mark to speak more into the mic? I knew that was coming. Uh, Come on, Mark, you've been away. Here, see sauce. the joke. Do you all, the mic all isn't I, working. All I got for this is I knew what was as happening. As a note, I got, can you get Mark? <laughs> Oh yeah, I think they want us they to did. beat him up. What do you want me to do? Yeah, uh, no, I know you're trying to get me to deliver this. So no, don't, I get absolutely don't do it. No, don't do it. I'll just, just say it. <laughs> no, because that's not that. It's not a dumb thing. Oh, is it not? To, to I'm not trying eat. to get another comedian to nick a joke. Well, he's not nicking it, but even as a that would be. A, do you want to hear my most stolen joke? Go for yeah. it. Um, I went to Waterstones. I saw a woman for a book about turtles. She said hardback, and I was like, yeah, little heads. <laughs> Why is it so? It was on the it was on a list of best jokes of the fringe, and then people nick it and they don't ever use my name with it. And, and then you thou- get told. hundreds of thousands of shares, and yeah. that, oh, and really? I, get, I get nothing. Do you go for well, so- Stock AM nicked it. it? Really? Yeah. How do you police that? Like th- that that you can't, can you? No. It's a, it's an odd thing. I know. Again, Gary Delaney has, has spoke many times about. There was a what's the website called? Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, regularly Wikipedia, but it was a Darkopedia or something. Something like that. Sickopedia. Yeah. Sickopedia. Yeah. 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 Oh, and they will regularly put people's jokes on there as like a database of jokes. But right. then what invariably happens because it was such a huge site is that people would then go to his gigs and go, oh, you got that off Sickopedia? It's like, no, well, then they got it off me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See. And no one's ever going to believe that, but that's the truth. That's what happens. So when um, Soccer AM or whoever have done that joke, mm-hmm. do you, because I know some other comedians do say like, oh, hey, that was great when I did it, first of all. But do you message people and say like, I put it on I, well, to be honest with that joke, I, it doesn't bother me so much anymore. It's just because it happens so much. Yeah. It's, it's a compliment, if anything. Right, but okay. I get quite a lot of attention from it because people are always tweeting it to me. So mm. I'd make a big deal yeah. out of it. But someone tweeted at me like complaining that you can't own a joke and mm. that they probably heard that one before anyway. And uh, it's the first time I've used the C words online. Right. I called, I said, you're a cunt. Right. I bet you've heard that before. I know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes, Mark. Yes. Yeah. But I felt it, that, that's not me. That? That they're tweeting going to say, no, no, and by the good. way, that's free for everyone to use to him. <laughs> yeah. 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 You can all use that. Take it. Did they respond to that? <laughs> I can't remember, to be honest. I, I, oh, I might, yeah. I, that would be enough to go, okay, I've backed out of this one now. There's nothing well, I, I think they could, yeah. I had a split loyalty to that idea of you can't own a joke. So I think that's that's an ethos that's been handed down over the years from when jokes were pulled. And yeah, when, you know, yeah. I think that's been handed down, and I don't think that's necessarily true now. I think you can own a joke, but I mm. think in order to own a joke, it has to be fundamentally your joke. Yeah. So I remember, I think, was it Stu that said something like, if you, was it Stu? I don't know, whoever it was, somebody certainly said something about if you write a joke that... Um, I think it was that Joe Pasquale can perform. Yeah. You need to write better jokes. Or, or, oh, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, yeah. It was about Jimmy Carr. Joke. Was it about Jimmy Carr? Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 So that Joe Pasquale stole. But if you can 
if Joe Pasquale can oh, perform your material, well, it might have been Jim Davidson actually. I think it's maybe, Jim Davidson. Maybe. Yeah, if he can perform your material, yeah, then, then maybe then you're right about writing something material. else. Yeah, that's the trouble yeah. with my stuff. It's one-liners. Anyone could well, do my stuff. That, then, that's where that's where there's an issue, isn't it? Because if you yeah. write one-liners, mm. that's still a perfectly noble profession and a perfectly noble yeah, way yeah. of doing stand-up. So, and it's like, well, of, of course anybody can tell them. That's the joy yeah. of those jokes is that they are. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. as you say, the success of a joke is perhaps that it. It takes on a life yeah, of its own. Yeah, but my, my thing now is just I just keep writing more. Don't yeah, worry exactly, about it. Just exactly. Because some people get a bit. Just write more. There's only one. It's like yeah. ten seconds in my show. And, and if you've only got five jokes in you, yeah, then exactly. comedy ain't the career for you. I think so. Yeah, yeah certainly. So, so if you can just keep doing. So I should it. give up. <laughs> I don't. I mean, this is why she's asked me to bring you. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, no, because you've got your show that you want to talk about as well. One liner, uh, which yeah, you want yeah, to talk yeah. about. Yeah. So, so my podcast though is called yep. uh, Jokes with Mark Simmons. Yes. So check it out. Um, um, one liner. Don't ask you now. You tell me all about it. And now yeah, I know yeah. everything about it. Now. Yeah. Well, so you've almost done an episode. <laughs> we should do an episode. I just did one right now. Yeah, I'm but not that's a comic taster. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm not a comic, and I don't have any jokes. You're always a comic. I don't think I am. I honestly still, don't think I, I think am. you're still you're, quite funny though. Yeah, you're comic. You're, you're funny, funny on here. <laughs> <laughs> These are lovely reviews. Yeah, yeah. You're funny on here, mate. I mean, you've never been gigging, yeah. really. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was that good at it. I just didn't like the lifestyle. I just you were the like, travelling yeah, around Yeah, yeah, I just everything. hated all that. And mm. I, hated, I started to hate audiences. Oh, really? Like, really, viscerally. Oh. Where I was like, you are thick as pig shit, you people. Like, <laughs> wow. It was happening too many times. Well, why Why did you think that? Because they weren't just laughing the at the right bits? Or? Just the way people... Had, it appeared to me how people had started to behave. They may have always yeah. been like that, and maybe I was more immune to it. Yeah. But as time went on, I was like, I can't handle another fucking phone lighting up in an audience. I can't uh, handle yeah. another person. Are you doing junglers? No, no, never did anything like that. Oh, so really? I was actually kind of. So even in the nice gigs, it was. Yeah, I was a bit precious with what gigs I took. Yeah. Uh, to, probably to my financial detriment, anyway. But mm. um, I, I did only do sort of gigs I wanted to do, and occasionally some would like Baby Blue and all them pricks. Yeah, they they yeah. would slip through. But, I, I, you know, I pretty soon refined it. But even with refining, I was like, mm. apart from touring my own show, which then was a pleasure. Yeah. I always enjoyed that. Going yeah, out doing my own show yeah. to people that knew me already. I loved that. Um, but I'd, I'd, yeah. They're horrible. Then, like, Part sometimes you get some right old pricks who come into a show quite late. <laughs> she did that in Edinburgh. Yeah. In Edinburgh. I felt so bad. Really? She should have I got there early. I had to queue up for the ticket, <laughs> Mark, in the rain. And then I knew, I said to the person I was with, I said, if there's one show I'm not going in late to, it's Ian's, because that is, he's going to know. And then, if, of course. Can we just, uh, by the way, can we um, point out that she did say she had to queue up for yeah, a yeah, ticket? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I did that. say that at the I box office. Yeah, I had to queue up yeah, for a ticket. Yeah, yeah. I did, yeah, yeah. had to yeah, check yeah. whether any left. Exactly. Right, right, right. to queue up for a ticket. I think with the phones thing, like, I think, because I'm lucky that and if people are late because I do one-liners it doesn't matter when you come in mm. it, but, but I, I, I can't but it matters to you on stage it's kind of it's a rude thing isn't it that's how I would yeah, take yeah, it I, I, yeah, I, yeah it is but then you just kind of you can't worry about it otherwise the gig's yeah, thrown so yeah. I, I just right. stop wait yeah and that's nice again. that's a nice reaction what you and, could and do. what I do is I, I, I just tell people what I'm doing yeah I, just go, yeah. I've been do- I, I say this word a lot on stage I say I've been doing this job quite a long time now I just know that if there's a bit of distraction while you're telling a joke people don't laugh so I just wait till everything's settled and sorted and I'll crack I think on that, and that's, I, do that. no no but I, did, but I think that's because it was, an acu- <laughs> it was a cumulative effect to it I think no, I think yes, it was I think that. I walked in I think it, through no and, not so. that I didn't oh, shit right. about that but I think it was it, it wore me down over time yeah, and I yeah, actually yeah. think to then go do you know what I'm not going to do this anymore yeah. rather than I'd hate to be the person still trolling the circuit 
fucking mm. hating everyone and like th- that bitter comic it's it's just, that I, I would hate that yeah, yeah I wouldn't yeah. want to be that no so you bow out of it and you sort of go right well I'm going to do something different and, and I'm much happier doing the stuff mm. that I'm doing now but um, I remember touring with Reg D. Hunter. Oh, yeah. And I remember Reg was exceptional at that sort of thing. I'm literally getting on the stage and going, look. He's so chilled. If on you want to go to the toilet at any point, it's fine. You just go to the toilet. It's not, not a problem at all. It's I won't nice. pick on you or anything like that. But it sets the rim quite well. Mm. Whereas I would be like, you can't not go to the toilet <laughs> for one hour. For twi- well, that's in an hour show, but right. for fucking twenty minutes. Oh, you've got to hold it. If you 20. really, then you shouldn't be leaving the fucking house. Are you serious? People would go to the toilet in a twenty-minute yeah. set. Yeah, it's the okay. drinking loads of beer in yeah, the break. Yeah, it's not, isn't it? Put a nappy on. Oh, no. It's twenty minutes. People don't Come care. But people are, people are rude. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's the yeah. confident people that. That is a bit rude, isn't it? I yeah. think. Within, oh, I think loads for an hour, I might be able to go. Fuck them! They don't deserve me. Okay. <laughs> and did you have lo- like long bits when you were doing your stand-up? Like, so if you got interrupted, that sort of ruins the flow. Sometimes it was all kind of storytelling, really. Yeah, so yeah. You know, so that's that, the whole thing was really, but it wasn't. Um, but I did. I, I will, and I do it in just regular speech anyway, where I'll be halfway through saying something, and something else will occur to me, and I will go off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not like I was always tied mm. into a story, and I could leave the story, just leave it like quite yeah, easily. Yeah. But um, no, I think it. I think I, I just. It's that maybe there's an insecurity element to it where you're like, "What? Well, don't treat me like this. Mm. I'm a fucking person, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, but yeah. I was also kind of provocative sometimes with an audience. You know, I was sometimes go out on the. When I did a character, I was on the attack straight away, you know, sort of calling people out and all that and taking the piss with the front yeah, row and all that yeah. sort of thing. So, so any distraction was like gold, really? Was, yeah. yeah. And then when you try and do it as yourself and you're like, Oh, well, I reserve the right to start picking on you. <laughs> but also, I don't want you to interrupt the other bit. You know, it's a real double standard to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I did the noble thing. Right. When was your last Edinburgh? 2014, was it? I think it was. Wow. Yeah, I heard oh, much trouble. Yeah. And that was my last Edinburgh. And you haven't have you been back there? No, it was my last, last. Edinburgh. Right, right, that's it. It's done, <laughs> And done, shall done. remain so. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why somebody would go. Why are you going? Why am I going? I go to just get more jokes. Okay. Because if I, I won't write, it makes me write so much. I think you meant like robbing them. I thought you meant like. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Basically, I go and stand. <laughs> yeah, if you think I'm annoyed I go, about that. I go and see a student production that no one else sees and I just nick loads from there. <laughs> yeah. Now, is it that? Is it an intensive working Yeah, because my, my stuff's never going to win the Edinburgh Award. That's not, that's not really like a goal for me. Right. Um, but I get better every year because I just feel like jokes are like ammo. So okay. now in a gig, it, most of the time, if anything happens in the room, yeah. I've usually got a gag that I can somehow link to whatever's happened. Okay. So if it's someone spills a drink, I've got a joke about al- a drink. Do you know what I mean? It's just sim- things yeah. like that. Yeah. So I, I, that's sort of my motivation of just getting that ammo together. And, and so when you prep a show, are you, are you done now? You're ready for that? No, no, no. no, no, no never until I get there. It's, really? it's nearly there. But it's just so, so they should avoid you for the first week. Yeah, <laughs> but fifth, like fifty minutes of one-liners, it's like of oh, good ones. Yeah, like you can do crap ones. but yeah. to get the quality, it just it's stress. Like I'm constantly on all the time. I can't sleep. Like, but why would you do that to yourself? I don't know. But I love it. That's, you, that's the thing. I do love See, it. I never do. You have like a like a, a notepad or something. Like when you it's the phone. things on the phone, then you just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Or do you just rely on remembering? Yeah. Like, yeah, because yeah. not everyone does that, do they? <laughs> do you write them down? The, the, right, because the, not the, everyone yeah. wants to wake up and have to be woken up. You might not do, <laughs> do that. Do you have a notepad <laughs> or something by you where you like write fucking it. questions? Now you get under. The oh fuck <laughs> off, Ian! It's really annoying me today. The worst things when you drive and you drive in and you come up with an idea. That's because because you you have to stop because you can't just get your phone out and write it down. 
You can yeah. speak it. And speak. Are you allowed to do that though? Yeah. You're allowed to press the button. Is that allowed? Well, if you're, on, it's is that what Jimmy oh. Carr was doing? Go, go back to Jimmy Carr. He got done for on his being on his phone, but then I think he got out of it because he said he was just recording on a voice. Right. Okay. But was something. he? If he was holding yeah. his phone, you're not allowed to hold your phone. I know that ah, for okay. definite. You can't hold no, it. But no, but you could. But if it's in a cradle, yeah, you could. Okay. You I don't do know that. whether or not. But you wouldn't be able to text. You wouldn't be allowed to do that. Well, you definitely crash. Was well, grey area, yeah. isn't there? With that, I don't yeah. know if it's in a cradle. I often wonder that, yeah. And what if your phone just starts playing somewhere and you're like, "Oh no, I've got to turn yeah, it off." Yeah, yeah. Do you, you're not allowed to touch it, and then you have a crash because four non-blondes come on. But you can <laughs> do the, the Siri, do that thing for me, or whatever. Good point. Do that. Yeah, Thank do that. you. Redeem myself, sir. Thank can you. Can I leave a yeah. voicemail? So you can do Voice that. Message. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then you go. But the problem is then if you're recording a voice, <laughs> if you're recording a joke, and you might go, "Hey Siri, okay, uh, not knock," and Siri might go, "Who's there?" Go, no, no, no listen. <laughs> That's true, yeah. I'm not. I'm not telling you the joke. I'm, I just want you to write this down. That's <laughs> where AI Could can you fuck your Edinburgh. Yeah, no, Really can. Well, that's exciting. For but come you. see my Edinburgh show. No. Okay. Well, it's I mean, one line. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, it could be your return to Edinburgh for this. It's in the Banshee Labyrinth. <laughs> Just a okay. Is it Banshee Labyrinth? That's yeah, nice it's room. a nice room, right? Yeah, in the bottom bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, oh, that's another reason I go every year, because I've got that room. And okay. If I, if I miss a year, then I might lose that room. So I, I want that room because it's amazing. Got oh, you. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. So Did, that actually appears in the Parapod movie. That. Room. Oh, it does. It? Okay. Yeah, very briefly. Does it? it? Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, because. <laughs> did they tell you, Dave? Don't give spoilers away. Okay. What did he say? Uh, he just told me about the. That we'd film. Can it? I say there's a ghost? Is that? Can I say there's a ghost. Or the, there's a oh, there's a there's a not. They, they, they there's claim a, there's a ghost. Oh, hang on. You're the you're skeptic. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. 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 Ain't no ghost, mate. But okay, yeah, they claim we, it. Is. We, we yeah. filmed there, yeah, yeah. We, oh, we did cool. film there. Oh, we, we filmed nearby. Too. When's that coming out? Oh, that's a. It's the ongoing. I, I, I do. Because your partner in crime oh, okay. showed me. Oh. We, we were gigging together, and it was another place. And he took me. Drop him in it. What did he, he, took, did he, he show? He, he, <laughs> t- he took me downstairs in this. Um, oh, this, dodgy this is big move this, from him there. I can't yeah. remember what venue it is. It was one of Spiky Mike's gigs, right? And it was downstairs in this old. If you say prison. Spiky Mike gigs, can you please do the air quotes? <laughs> <laughs> when you say oh, gigs, can you, do the, gigs. can you do the air quotes when you say gigs? <laughs> Spiky Mike. Yeah, gigs. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did he show um, you, Mark? Oh, just this old prison down there. And I was expecting okay. it to be really creepy, but it had all been painted and it looked really nice. So I was like, oh. Yeah. But yeah, he was really excited. That yeah. was my life for a long time. <laughs> um, well, look, all the best with it, man. One Thanks, li- mate. That's a difficult one saying it. One liner, uh, uh, uh. It was Yeah, right? originally it was one liner, uh, Next year, one liner, uh, uh, And this year, oh, one liner, so uh, 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 Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine, Different. fine. An extra oh, ER that. each time. Yeah. And the podcast is Jokes with Mark Simmons. Who have you had so far on your podcast? Sean Walsh. Sean's done it a couple of times. Nick Helm yep. or Fubar Fame. Yep, yep. Um, Glenn Moore, <coughs> Angela Barnes. Well, Joey's not done it, but he was meant oh, to. Oh, he's going to do another one. Yep, but he's yep. going to be doing it. Yep. Angela Barnes, yeah. Oh, every, everybody, everyone. Nice, okay. Everyone under the sun. And are you happy Rob, with Rob it? Beckett's on thing. this week. Rob Beckett's this week. That's, oh, cool. that's this week's one. Nice, and that's called Jokes with Mark Simmons. Yeah, yeah, check it out. Perfect. Thanks, um, man. I think that's all the housekeeping done. Lovely. I think so, yeah. Anything else you wanted to say? No, no, I've had a great time. Have you, though? Oh, that's yeah, nice. What have, you back. what have you had out of ten? Nice to see you. <laughs> ten, mate. Yes. Have you? Yeah, yeah. Perfect. It's been lovely. Friend of the show, Mark Simmons. <laughs> I'm sorry to do that to you. <laughs> Just to explain, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have played that myself. Why? It's a good I song. I like that. But um, we were talking to Mark Simmons. We were having a chat. Yeah. In real life, so I just whacked another song on because Blind Melon just ran out. 
And then Mark went, give me some Tears for Fears. That's my favourite band of all time. And didn't I said, didn't no, say and you I went, it. do it. Uh, we're joined now by Lila Mibratu. Hey, hey. Is that correct? Yes. No I'm problem. all over that. I'm impressed. Um, and we're talking about the new punk musical that you're starring in. It's called Parakeet. Yes, it is. Now, at the Payne's Plough Roundabout? Yes, it is. I don't is. know what that is. Well, it's a stage in Edinburgh. Yeah. And... It's a, a fully functioning stage, which was which could be assembled anywhere, and it's going to be in Edinburgh for the whole of the Fringe Festival. Is it outdoor? Um, the the stage is, but it's enclosed. Okay, right. So it's yeah, it's a stationary building that can move. Nice. Okay. So yeah. is it on a roundabout? No, it's actually around. Oh, I see. Oh, so right. like, okay. like the Egyptian back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah, One of those. Oh, I'm slightly disappointed. <laughs> I wanted it to be a roundabout. <laughs> in a theatre. <laughs> I wanted the Edinburgh Fringe have got to the point where they were doing plays no on a roundabout. No space in itself is quite quite psychedelic, so you could be in there and feel like you're in the round. Is it, yeah, okay. Is it, what, so what sort of show is it? What what happens in the show? Is it an ensemble piece or is it a solo show? Is it what? How no, does it it's work? a three-hander. Yep. Well, mm, there's three main characters. Okay. Um, and then it also has the two parakeets. Okay. Who are um, the the writer? Yeah. And the MD. Okay. And it's about these uh, three girls who who decide to protest right. against a tree that's going to be cut down. Okay. And the parakeets, which are birds, yeah, live in the tree, and so they were protesting to stop the tree being cutting down. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And what's it? So it says that it's a punk musical. Yes. Is it original music? Absolutely. All original music. 100%. With a punk feel. Definitely, but it crosses gender, g- genres. It can so cross it gender as well, I don't mind. I mean, it does. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it Edinburgh, does. Edinburgh, innit? Got to, got to do all that. I Edinburgh. Mean, yeah. But it's, pr- it's a predominantly female cast, okay. with the exception of the MD. Okay. Um, yeah, it's done. And what stage are you at with it now? Because it's has it already been performed, this, or is it a work in progress at the moment? So we've done three weeks of rehearsals. Okay. Um, we're taking a break and we go back into rehearsals on Monday, actually. Nice. Oh, so we've got one more week rehearsal before we go off to Edinburgh. Is it a written? Is it a written piece or is it an ensemble creation? Is it a? No, 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 no. It's written. It's got characters. Um, it's directed by Bridget, and um, yeah, it's written by how do you, I know her as Brie. So okay, that's well. <laughs> She's say a Brie? phenomenal writer, and her partner Gaz. He's a, a phenomenal musician, and they yeah. work together as writer and musician generally anyways. Okay. So they come from singer-songwriter background, and then they've structured uh, a play around a sequence of songs that tell a story about this necessary conversation. Have you been to the Fringe before? Yes, I have. What did you do before? I did a play called Concrete Jungle, right? Um, full of wild cars. <sighs> and then <laughs> I did a, another play called Journeys Beyond, which was uh, written by Jay Walker, co-written by Jay Walker, okay. as part of like Whack Arts production. We were just talking to the guest before, to Mark, who's going up to the Fringe with a stand-up show, and I don't know why anybody enjoys it anymore. <laughs> I think if you go once, I get going once, I understand that. Mm-hmm. If you go once, mm-hmm. they get it, mm-hmm. and they get the experience, but I don't know why you wouldn't learn. No, 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 but it depends. It totally depends on the production okay. and the company you go there with. Yeah. The first time I went, I was a virgin. I'd never been to Edinburgh. Right. I think I found out about it that first year. Okay. And it was phenomenal. Yeah. Like, it was, at the time, it was a predominantly black cast as well. Okay. Predominantly females. And so Edinburgh is not very colourful in that way. <laughs> no, I mean, it's more so during the Fringe. Yeah, for but, sure, but, yeah, but you're in right, comparison, right. yeah. but still yeah. not. So, of course, we felt like like peacocks in that space. Yeah. But, um, you know, we, we would sing for free. 
So the idea that someone will pay us to to sing was great and do a show. And then, then, yeah, like, I really enjoyed the hustle and bustle of it all. But it definitely depends on the company that you're with and the play that you're working on. Right. Like, it was phenomenal. I think that was the first year I did a show every night for for a month. That was phenomenal. Yeah. um, Yeah. I think there's maybe more pressure on stand-up at Edinburgh, maybe. Because... I don't know, maybe it's the award might come into oh, maybe it. That. Maybe maybe comes into it. Is it that it's just you as well as rather? I think I think, uh, and I'm, again, I would I would stand corrected if somebody could give me concrete proof the other way, but I think there is a uh, you feel much more in competition as a stand up in Edinburgh. Yeah. And I feel that with theatre stuff, it's more everyone's properly looking out for each other. Mm. So even in comedy, you'll get your cliques who are all like lifting each other up and all the rest of it. You know, mm. they're all quite happy mm-hmm. for, for their friends. But as an overall movement, I think is a very competitive by nature. As as a business, is yeah. competitive. Whereas I think with theatre, there's a, there's more of a feel of we're all in the same boat here. So there's more of a within more, a particular production or within a that particular no, no, time across, yeah. across the yeah. genre across the like, yeah possibly but equally um i don't know do you do you pay because the most of the comedy i saw previously was um free right okay so, so i don't know do, is there a lot of shows that you pay for if you're not a named yeah, artist well, well yeah i guess the yeah, way, a lot, i mean a lot of shows, i would have yeah. presumed there still is yeah yeah i yeah. know if a free fringe seems to have become uh, bigger and there are a lot more sort of uh, well-known comedians doing the free fringe or but there is a lot of shows that you pay £10 a ticket to go and see yeah. right in some of the bigger venues in some of the mm. big venues there mm. yeah. they still don't make any money like, they still won't make any money themselves it'll all be swallowed up by production and be swallowed up by the venue well, costs and, and the posters right yeah. and all well that I suppose kind of Edinburgh yeah? isn't like a space you go to it's mainly like I feel I find that Edinburgh is a place where you test out your material, and if okay. you've got so good storyline and good a good idea that you've put together and you want to put it on its feet, right. Edinburgh is a because you can go to Edinburgh and not be a named person, yeah, and your audience will come on the basis of you know what they think your piece is about if you've done any of the free stages so they've they've tasted you a little bit yeah you know what i mean so their interest in coming to see you is not because they won't be coming to see me because i'm lula mabrati yeah like most wow. of them might not have heard of me before you know yeah. what i mean yeah um they will see they will come on the strength of what the story is about or some of the music they might have seen or the promo material that we might have done around the subject matter yeah and then once they're there if we deliver then you know word of mouth goes and T- tenfolds yeah and then if we don't deliver then that's when you feel <laughs> well that, so, so that there would be a difference with 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 theater and stand-up because stand-up right. if you went cause it used to be the ethos with stand-up that you went there to you know just sort of try your news day, you know oh, you, really? could, you could be more experimental etc etc yeah but now if you arrived at edinburgh with an experimental show that wasn't quite ready or that wasn't great you'd be like lynched it'd be an, an so awful it situation a new you know show I mean? as well be, right it has yeah, to, it's got to, be it's got to fucking hit the ground running right and so be polished and all the rest of oh, it oh of course it's not a plate like if you think about it there's a show every hour on the hour yeah for, for in every venue yeah that could remotely be considered a venue in edinburgh mm. so you can't go there with a half-hearted I'm just test. It's not an open mic, although they do have that, and that that's got its own space. Yeah. But it is where you go to test out polished work, like finished. It's not like a seed of an idea. I just want to. No, that, it that's out. what I mean. So, but it, but it could it could have been, and it, and as I understand it, I mean, I think even my first, I did Edinburgh first time in '99, and even then, I did a show that was was fin- rehearsed and finished to a degree. Yeah. But there was certainly, and it felt like there was an allowance that it was like, oh, they're trying something new. They're mm, actually right. trying to do something 
Whereas now I think it'd be a yes or no to that straight okay. away. So how many times did you do Edinburgh? Ten. So ten. ten. Okay. So oh, wow. uh, let's say on your sixth sixth time. Yeah. Why did you? What was the need to still keep doing it there? You were kind of known as well known as a comedian, right? You knew. That. And so why? What was it a thing about? Was it for the awards? Was it? No, what was the reason I? to keep going back there? Every well, I was. Year? Di- but I, I think I did very different things each year. Right. But what so, I mean so, is why Edinburgh. So there was a trilogy of Peacock and Gumble shows. There was yeah. A trilogy of Big and Daft shows. There was only one straight stand-up show. No, there were two, but there was only one polished stand-up show. Yeah, mm. which was my last one. Right. There was one that was kind of a play, a comedy play sort of thing. Okay. You know, one time I was part of a, a package show, which my fourth Edinburgh. I did the Comedy Zone. Yeah. And I think that there wasn't necessarily. I think it was me trying to find what I was. Is what okay. I think. It, as much as anything else. And then maybe expand your audience stuff. But I think weirdly, you mentioned my sixth Edinburgh. I think it was my sixth Edinburgh. That I came back from and went, do you know what? Fuck this! I'm gonna I'm gonna work out how you do a podcast. Ah, oh, okay. This oh, was wow. before podcasts were really yeah, yeah. a properly a thing. Yeah. And got lucky, and I was like, I want a fan base. I want people, you know, I want to cultivate my own audience that like my stuff, not the coming because a flyer has convinced them to come. Yeah. Okay. So I think that was at that point where I was right. like, right. So if there's a stand up, let's say I don't know if there are. So I've done it for like 25 years, 20 whatever, 20 years. Mm. You, when they go there, are they still looking? to go there for a month to get new fans or they already got their fans because it just seems like what would be the worst would happen if you didn't go to Edinburgh for a month would the show suffer if you think about this that's also where um, shows are broken so also bookers and everybody else goes to Edinburgh to it's like a showcase of like new work Mm -hmm. so if you're it's not even just about the flyer in itself if you're if you're doing something interesting, like, you know, if you do cliche stuff, I don't mm. know how well that does in Edinburgh. Mm. If you're doing, so like with this play, for example, it, it's, it c- comes under the guise of punk music. But yeah. if you listen to the, you know, how often do you have electronic music within punk? Yeah. Um, you know, my character plays a thumb piano, for example, okay. which has like, she can slow and speed up the tempo and she live records that whilst in, in the middle of speaking to, to the audience. Nice. Um, if you think of like, using creative tools that are present outside of the traditional um, paintbrushes that you use for traditional theatre, yeah. then then you have an interesting piece of theatre. Mm. And that's what will probably catch... Because those are the kind of shows that caught my attention when we previously went. Okay. Yeah. Um, and if you don't have that, yeah, you can put bums on seats, but then you will, you will only have, you know, the expense of an Edinburgh <laughs> yeah, yeah. gig and your serious hustle during the hours of the day trying to get people bums on seats. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, and then that's when it might be disheartening to go to Edinburgh. But if uh, you really believe in your show. Uh, but yeah, there's that. I, I, I think when you said about, well, why do they do mm. it? Why do people do it? I think it would be different for every individual. Right. And yeah. I think it would actually be quite interesting to ask them yeah. and then go, no, think before you answer. Yeah. Why are you doing it? And I think you might find again. I'm just hypothesising here. A lot of them have got no idea why they're doing it. Like no it clue. Could be like all my mates are going there for a month, so well, I should be that. there too. It could, it, it, could be, it could be that I like being in the same place yeah, for a month. month it's, it's a same. festival and a celebration all the rest of it. And yeah. I like that. that I think that's perfectly noble. But the, the other people who, have, who do it from a career point of view right. who, who think, "Oh, I want this, this, and this," and then you can go, "Well, is that definitely the best way to do that? Is, yeah. that, is that going to be absolutely the best way of doing that?" I, I think theatre has, has retained mm. the spirit of, of the, what the fringe is. Mm, I yeah, think it has. I absolutely. think stand up has totally lost it. Right. Like I really do. 
So you made the right call doing theatre stuff. <laughs> <laughs> for, for sure, I'll be sure to let Boundless no, and Shakalala. Yeah, no, I think it is. It's, it's, you know, it's. Uh, um, I, I would love the Fringe to reclaim all that, you know. And I think the Free Fringe with comedy nearly did it, yeah. and then suddenly it became very successful, and then turned into exactly what it was replacing. Ultimately, well, then maybe the trick is to to collaborate and co-produce shows with like companies like Boundless Theatre or yeah. like Boom Shakala yeah. Productions that are not traditionally the kind of production companies that might do specific things yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? and then when you get a bunch of interesting creatives together then the end product is some interesting work yeah but then a little bit later it'll become a row <laughs> a little, it, that's a, there's a sweet spot <laughs> of perfection and creation and then literally like a week later someone will go this show is about me <laughs> and then it'll start getting tense behind the scenes and then people will be falling out and the show will suffer slightly <laughs> and then before you know it somebody's left <laughs> then, but yeah. then that's the difference between a stand like I imagine stand up because that's a one man show pretty much right generally speaking yeah. um, and within theatre like my background is music too so I remember a teacher used to once tell me Lula if you look after the music the music will look, always look after you yeah and so working in a band because you get the egotistical drummer or yeah. the whatever and yeah. as a vocalist your, your voice is only as loud as your microphone yeah. sometimes you know um, but thinking in that way means that like the ego will always the majority will rule over any ego that's sitting in the room yeah and because it has to serve the story if it doesn't serve the story like I play uh, an electronic midi gloves called Mimu gloves okay and so through moving my fingers and my hands I can control sound visual lights I can record on the fly it's quite cool wow okay. oh, right I'm, I'm a one it's like an updated theremin <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beyond, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's you know there's it's, only it's the hand- iPhone of theremins <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but so I'm one of like a handful of people worldwide who, who have a pet okay now we considered using it for my character Tam although in, in, in the context of this story, it didn't serve her to to be Got this you. one person. And, you know, I play with this all day long. Yeah. I'd love to show off, but yeah. it doesn't serve my character. And so the decision was, okay, let's explore other instruments she could play. Yeah. I still do what we need it to do, introduce the ele- ele- electronic element to the story, but not, you know, self-masturbate on stage yeah, whilst yeah. I stand there and show off with love stuff. That was going to be my 11th Edinburgh show. <laughs> and where it's a shame that I'm going to borrow your gloves. And, I mean, and you probably won't yeah. want them back. No. <laughs> um, it's, uh, well, I guess the, the trick with ensemble is to, is to recognise the, you know, the importance of the whole. Of the, you know, 100%. Of, of the, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people do think they're the star or they do think that they're the, the thing that makes it what Indeed. it is. And I think yeah, it's kind of a... I think it's a brave leap of faith when you realise I need you and I need you and I need you. Yeah. Because I couldn't do this on my own, and neither could you. Yeah, you know, you know that's quite a hundred percent. And that happens, I think, more in in the theatre than it would in. Because it's all in about reciprocity. Mm. Like even when you're not speaking, you always have to consider like, well, what's your relationship between everybody in the yeah. room, and and how do you feel about what they're saying to you right now? Yeah. And the lines are never quite the same every day because she will say it differently to you every day. So uh-huh. how does your character respond differently, and how does your character feel about what she's saying to you today? Yeah, is the little nuances that like that make the whole play feel exciting and alive. In theatre stuff, would you still dick about on the last night? <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> dick about? At the Fringe. <laughs> well, at the Fringe, I think generally speaking in, in comedy, and not all comedy, but certainly some people, and I think I've been guilty of it some days, some years and other mm. years I didn't, but on the last day of the Fringe, you're like, ah, oh, it's finished now. So you just, you sort of let loose a little bit. Oh, no, because the thing is, by the, like, I always find in theatre, the, towards the end, you've just... 
you just, you just got like it. lived in your character yeah, yeah. and this is their last time to live like after that day they almost die on stage but if you took your glove <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's and didn't tell anybody <laughs> and then in the last show you could just walk on with your hands behind your back so that nobody suspects it. No, we might do some you know, open just make, mic situations. Make the whole show about <laughs> Look what I could do. I am the star of the show. Thank you. But in all fairness, that I'll I take that fringe first. Thank you. I, I get to play an electric guitar. Like, yeah. come on, I get to play some Everybody some plays an electric guitar. No, but in truth, once you've been gloving for like four years... <laughs> gloving! Like, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm introducing to some new vocabulary. <laughs> I, like I remember that. I said that to you. It too, sounds like a real <laughs> underground thing. Oh, I've been, I'm, I'm a glover. I don't know. No. <laughs> you may not have heard about it now, but you will. <laughs> you just have one of these one of these glovers that they have these days. And we all, you are there from the 31st of July to 25th. No days off, unlike most comedians. Good. Good. Have a 13th off. Should <laughs> have so. No days off for you. No good week. for you. Yes, good. Yeah, no, good. No, genuinely, good for you. There is a day or day off. Right, oh, well, shame on, on you. <laughs> well, there's shame there on isn't. you. There isn't, because it's not on your press release. I'm afraid it's all days Then it's you. official. We are committed to the Every story day. from the 31st to the 25th. Don't you take a day off, because somebody might come on with gloves. <laughs> <laughs> I might steal your thunder for the end of the fringe. <laughs> and when you come on, you go, oh, look at these. And they go, oh, we saw him. We saw him last Tuesday. <laughs> he was wearing them. He was brilliant. Maybe that's what I'm mistaken. There's a day off from the guitar playing. Maybe not there's for you. a gloves day. Yeah. yeah. I'm intrigued by these gloves. I'm going to have to be a glover too. What an exciting <laughs> thing. To this. Come to Edinburgh. Hey, it's going to be a phenomenal show. I won't be, but five other people past, should. Five, five o'clock. Yeah, five, five past five. Paints, Clouds, Roundabout. Yes, Brilliant. in Somerset House. Summer, Summer Hall. Summer Hall. Summer Hall, Summer Hall, yes. Hall. Uh, Lula Mabras, thank you ever so much. Thanks for coming in. We appreciate it. Thanks also to Audrey Brisson. That's how she's trying to say it. And Mark Simmons as well. Thank you, Nat. We shall see you again next week. Yeah, we will. Stay safe. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to fubarradio.com.